to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. Duval is in control. We open back up. Here comes Neil once again. He's going for the path. Oh, bumping going on. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is going on? We have a awesome episode lined up for you guys today. We got Devin Masters in studio. What's up, Devin? What's up, guys? We are ready to get going. We, we got Wyatt Wilkins coming on, XC2 podium extraordinaire can we call him that I guess, he, hasn't yeah. fin- he hasn't finished off the podium yet this year right and then we have later in the show the xc1 overall winner mm-hmm. ricky russell will be joining the show later uh tonight we'll talk to him about his win uh but yeah excited to get uh these guys on talk to wyatt about his season and uh you know uh he's not been on the show yet so we get to ask him cool questions like how'd yeah. you get into racing and all that all, all that, that fun stuff. stuff yeah so before we get started though we have to thank our awesome sponsors. First and foremost, we got to thank Guts Racing. Since 19... When? 1985. Guts has been in the business of making the best seat foams, seat covers in the business. I run them. You run them. Devin runs them. They tear the pants <laughs> off, they off Devin. They are the best in the business, and we couldn't be more happy uh, to be able to give one away this past weekend right. uh, to the winner of the Split Line GNCC Fantasy. Ooh. So if you're not running guts, get on the train because yep. it's coming fast, especially in the uh, ATV GNCC world because I've been seeing a few more of them around. Yep. Yeah, so we also got to thank uh, Seal Savers. Mm-hmm. They've been in the business for 21 years, providing the best fork, coil, Whatever type of suspension you run, <laughs> they can protect it. Uh, Mason over at Seal did, Savers. Did uh, you see they have something new coming out soon? Is it a surprise? It's, well, he was he posted something and it, he said make a funny guess. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to say yet. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it's on there. I mean, what is it? He hasn't released it yet, but what is it? I don't know. He, he hasn't released it yet. That's what I'm saying. We, we That's can't what I said. say something's it. coming new. Something's yeah. coming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know what's for sure going to happen? Whatever it is, is going to be 20, 25% off. That's right. With the code SPLITLINE with a capital yeah. S. So make sure you get um, anything for your ATV, your dirt bike, your mountain bike, your side-by-side. Cover the, the seals, cover the uh, forks and the coils. You guys will thank us because it really helps on maintenance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin, you've ran them before. Um, uh, I've ran them. Brandon, you ran I them. I run them all the time. Run them all the time. I ran the GNCC this weekend. Bike doesn't leave the garage without them Heck being no. on Brandon's uh It's like, it's like my, uh, was it that Master Visa card? Don't leave home without it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, once you cover up the forts and suspension and stuff, though, you can get your hands covered, too. So Yeah. Yeah, Dude, exactly. Palm, palm protectors, man. Palm savers. Oof. Absolutely. Then we got to thank the uh, best chains and sprockets mm-hmm. in the business, Sunstar Chains and Sprockets. Doug Kirk and the guys over there, uh, they are top of the line. Um, 
uh, customer service. Brandon, what are those things made of? Case hardened steel, man. Case hardened steel. They are tough. Tough, tough. tough. Uh, Doug is actually doing a like uh, uh, the race from Vegas to Reno, mm -hmm. and the Ironman on the same chain and sprocket kit, and see how it wears see, it at the end at yeah. the end of the day. So I mean, I've gotten at least twenty hours on mine this year. Yeah, and still still look good. Absolutely, save thirty percent off by using the kit split line code split line thirty mm -hmm. to get anything from uh, Sunstar chain and sprockets. We also got to thank XC Gear. XC Gear, Lance and them over there, uh, top of the line bar clamps for your ATV. That's right, I said ATV or dirt bike. Yep. Uh, they make the Mako 360. We gave one of those away two weeks ago yep. for the John Penton GNCC. So um, uh, we'll be giving one of those away again uh, for Snowshoe. So that's going to be an awesome gift. The Mako 360 you can get in three different um, stiffness sizes for the for the uh, the rubber mounts. Mm -hmm. Um, then you also got the Hammerhead 360 uh, for your mountain bike. Uh, and then you got the spurs that you can use for foot pegs for uh, dirt bikes. I don't know if they have anything for ATVs yet, but we got to talk to Lance about that because I bet you they can make something happen there. Mm, I don't know. That might be, that might be tough. He'd probably make some Nerf bars or something. Huh? Maybe. Maybe he makes Nerf bars. Yeah. I don't know. All I'm saying is whatever <laughs> it is, it's going to be awesome. And then we also got to thank... Mount State Hair Scramble Series. Mount State Hair Scramble Series is one of the best uh, local series you can run. They offer tight technical terrain. Um, and they build champions? They, th what is it? They don't make <laughs> winners. They help build them. Okay. Richie, Nolan, and the, and the crew over there are top-of-the-line people, top-of-the-line friends of the sport. Uh, they always feel welcome when you go there, and you are provided with great racing. Yep. And now... For, for, for the first time ever, if you go to a Mason or a uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble series, you will be able to buy this T-shirt yep. from their booth. So they will, be, yeah, they will be selling our split line merchandise uh, um, out of their booth. So make sure you ask them for a split line shirt. They'll have sizes XL to small. Unfortunately, we couldn't get any 2XLs. So if you guys want a 2XL. We've had a lot of requests I know, for 2XLs. It, just, it drives me crazy that the T-shirt company <laughs> cannot get us a 2XL right now. Everybody... All, most of our listeners must be yeah. 2XLs yeah. because <laughs> we've had multiple, multiple, multiple. Doug Kirk, Dusty Gatiss, Jeff Harvey, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you uh, guys joining the show tonight. Um, uh, we get to go over the Mason-Dixon GNCC. We all three were there. Brandon, Only you two raced. of us raced, though. Only two of us Only raced. Only two of us raced. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Rodney's four-wheeler looked like it was pretty much ready to race yeah. downstairs. Oh, it's so. ready. You know, it's ready. It could have went. I it's just waiting for a rider. I think I heard Snowshoe. Listen, I got some sweet videos of you, both of you guys, and I don't feel appreciated at all. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate you pitting yeah. me, but, I mean, I could have pitted you on Saturday, and you pitted me on Sunday. I know. I, but if I would have pitted you, then I wouldn't have got those videos of Devin. I mean, Devin, was, he has his own camera guy. We could send him out. You have a camera guy? No. I just, <laughs> I just collect videos from whoever wants to take them. Yeah. I, technically, Joy, she takes, like, a bunch of videos mm -hmm. usually of me, so... Yeah. She could be my camera woman. There's camera only like 1,000 photographers out there in the woods when you're racing. You're Ooh, Jeff, coming in hot. What's that? He said, Devin raced, Brandon rode a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> a motorbike. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, the dirt bike is a lot tougher. I'm, I promise. <laughs> to make you a man. Make you a man, Jeff. I think he's just making up stuff at this point. Yeah, yeah. See, at least we can gang, we can gang up. We can all three gang up on each other. I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll have to do a switch. Like, I'll have to ride a quad one race, and one of you guys will have to race a dirt bike, and we'll come back and see who's uh, 
See, he's more sore. See, <laughs> sore. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. It's like we've all raced. Like you're familiar with a, uh, just, with I mean, an ATV. Yeah, yeah. I've rode dirt bikes. All right, but if I raced one, I would probably be super tired from picking it up. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a chore, man. It's a chore. Um, it's it's tough out there. It's it's not as easy as it sounds, but because like you could be on the ground like that, like this. You like it literally happened to me. Like I was coming out of a wood section coming out in the open field section it was kind of slick <laughs> it was just like didn't even hit the gas yet it was like 360 on the ground i'm like what just happened <laughs> that'd be me yeah. so devin devin before we get into this show what happened all right at one point in time i saw you and you were in the lead i was screaming i was making a scene in front of all these people at the uh the 12 mile marker and then the next time something had happened <laughs> all right, so I had a decent start, which is unusual for me. Uh -huh. Well, all right, let's start over here. <laughs> I raced my stock four-wheeler this weekend, uh -huh. so uh, apparently I just need to switch to it full-time. We've been saying this. We've mm -hmm. been saying this all so season. That makes three races that I've had that thing at a national this year, and I led every time I was on it. So I don't know. Maybe there's something with just... Maybe Suzuki should just start sending me stock parts for these things. <laughs> but uh, we got off to a decent start, which never happens for us. Usually we're like dead last. I was like fifth into the woods, made some passes, got up to Alex, and me and Alex were riding together. I was able to make the pass on him, and I got into the lead, and I knew those guys were there, and I was just kind of pacing the race from where I was. Yeah. <clears throat> and... I knew about halfway through the race, like even if somebody did pass me, there was still enough time to pass back. So I wasn't trying to take myself out of the race. I wanted to yeah. try to make sure I was there at the end. Uh, we were able to get around some of the Pro-Am guys. We passed Grayson Eller. I mean, he's an awesome rider. So we passed him and he latched on with us and we couldn't get rid of him. So he was pushing on us the whole time. So we were, we were trying to stay ahead of him. We came into a split line. I went one way and there was a piece of an old tree or like a big branch that was there and it went in between my axle and then the end of it got stuck between my exhaust and my airbox and it dead stopped me in the track and i was like man what happened it felt like the rear end came out and i was like oh this is not good so i get off my four-wheeler and i see the stick wedged in there and i've tried to yank it out and i couldn't get it so everybody behind me probably thought that i was an idiot <laughs> but I couldn't get it out while I was sitting on the ground, so I literally flipped the bike upside down in the middle of the track and pulled it out from the bottom. But by the time I did that, they'd already made a line around me. They pulled a decent gap. I was third at that point. Uh, Jeremy was leading, Alex was second. I was able to catch back up to Alex and I passed him back. And then we went back and forth a couple times and where that tree had got stuck in there, it stretched my chain. Mm. And my chain kept popping off. Oh, uh, so I was able to bring it in for a fourth and 34th, which isn't bad. Right. But I really wanted that win. <laughs> you wanted that win. And I, 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 I hate to tell you this, but you were also a, uh, a pick for a few people. In fantasy. In fantasy. So you were right up there you flirting with that, weren't you? you I was. I, uh, I, based off of where people told me I was after the race, I should have been somewhere around like 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think was very doable because the pace I was running when I was leading was not all out. I was just 
cruising to stay where I was at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, just managing the race. And I've been trying to do better at that so I can get rid of mistakes and things. Yeah. And then still something stupid just <laughs> reaches out and grabs you. And you're like, how does this even happen? Right. So it sucks, but it fueled the fire a little more for uh, Snowshoe. So I'm hoping we can get it done there. And uh, I think if we do get it done, everybody in the village is probably going to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll know. Brandon, Brandon and I will be there. Yeah. So. Yep. We might well, have something uh, special planned for that race. Yeah, I got to talk to you. Yeah. Are we still doing that? Maybe. It depends on if it can come in in time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Be look. Be on the lookout for something split line coming at your for snowshoe. Yeah. Something coming. Yeah. Something <laughs> coming. We Big like news. surprises. Yeah. So, but uh, no, I think it. I think it fueled the fire. I want to push that much harder. And at this point, with breakdowns and different mistakes I've had throughout the year. Uh, we don't really have anything to lose for points. So, yeah, let's just so, send it. Yeah, so at this point, we're just going for broke. So, uh, <laughs> Stock bike for snowshoe or race bike? I don't know. I think uh, I'm hoping Micah can adjust the suspension and get it dialed in on the national bike, but so we'll, we'll see. Are we running the same same gearing and everything on the, on the, on the race bike? Like oh, yeah. They're identical motors. They're bone stock motors. No piston, no cams, no nothing. Bone stock. 13 tooth front sprocket and a stock tooth rear sprocket. Uh -huh. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Hmm. Same we handlebars got, and everything? Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. So I, run, I actually run a YFZ 450 handlebar clamp so I can drop my handlebars lower. Uh -huh. So See, I, th I think he's worried of like hurting, hurting the new bike. Hurting the new yeah. bike. I mean, that's why you ride. Just slams the old bike. Just slam the old one, doesn't yeah. matter. Now, uh, at this point, <laughs> I would uh, probably take better care of the stock one and like <laughs> just beat the crap out of the national bike because it's just been making me mad. Yeah, right, I right. understand that. <laughs> so uh, before we get wide on, let's go through the results from the Mason-Dixon. Uh, in the 4x4 Pro class, Brandon, I called it. Yep. Cody Collar won, took the win uh, pretty comfortably. Mm -hmm. um, he ended up uh, winning by, I want to say, just a – uh, well, half uh, 30 seconds, so good good win for him. Uh, Landon Wolf took second. Hayden Mickelson took third. That was a close race between yeah, those was, two. Yeah. When we saw them come by. At the, what, at the 11? At the 11. At the 11, Hay were, Hayden was in, the, Hayden was in second. Second, yeah. second. And there was not much room for a pass no. uh, uh, between there, there and the finish I don't know where line. he made the pass, honestly, because it got tight. Real tight. Yeah, yeah. So that was a good race uh, for sure. Um and then uh, Hannah Hunter took the win in the women's class. Andrea, and Andrea Rogers took second. And Morgan Soulsby so took third. Those are two, two first um, podiums. First-time podiums. First-time podiums. Yeah, so congratulations XC. to those women for yeah. uh, uh, putting on a good race and putting on a heck of a show for sure. Um, over in the XC2 class, uh, Brandon Owens took the win. We talked about the race. He that was, is huge. That's right. Yeah. That is huge. He was pretty pumped about that. That's our boy right there. Yeah. 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 He was pretty pumped about that. He was excited. Um, it sounded like between him and Wyatt and Jay, they were having a pretty good race. I'm pretty sure. I think I heard Jay say he had a tip over or a rollover some, on lap something. one or they two. They were all involved yeah. uh, in something and, at some um, point, I believe. Yeah. So we'll talk to Wyatt. I'm sure he's got a, his side of the story. So, uh, but from what you know, we heard it was a really good race mm -hmm. for sure. HC2 uh, is a tough class for me because I like Brandon and I like Jay. <laughs> so it, it's hard to pick who you want to there win. There is no favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And then now we got Wyatt coming on the show. I know. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, 
you like all these guys. Oh, yeah. So it's it's tough when you you know you become friends with all of them. You you, you see, want to see them all do well. We've learned when it's like when you're in this room, it's like the helmet comes over and no one you don't you're not, you can't play favorites to anybody. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You can't. And then uh, in the uh, XC1 Pro class, Bryson Neal took the win. Walker Fowler took second, and Devin Feehan took third. Uh, Walker, we all saw him take the tumble in the uh, pit yeah. lane. That was unfortunate, but um, I, uh, man, Bryson had just, to hurt. That, oh, those dude. gravel was like I told you big, big stuff. Yeah. Big. Yeah. Like boulders. Yeah. 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 Jeez. No, I I uh I literally the year before almost did the exact same thing just because it's so come in there so loose. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know how more people don't do a, that. A lot of the open field sections started out like that with that big loose rock. I was yeah. like, when I came around there, I was like, ah, I'm just gonna take my time until I get squared away and then go. Cause I was so worried about sliding out across and just have like road rash from yeah. oh. for days. We, that, that we started the... where the pro pits was one year, and I was there. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that rock. It oh, hurts yeah. when it hits you. In oh the yeah, that roost. <laughs> that like when a uh, you know a softball size rock comes and hits you yeah. on, off the start. That's not fun. <laughs> no. Yeah, I raced the AM race uh, that year that they ran that uh, as the start. It was not fun. <laughs> yeah. So was that like the that was good preparation for snowshoe. Here in a couple weeks. Uh-huh. Good prep. Yeah. Good prep. What class are you going to run? I haven't decided yet. He's <laughs> <laughs> running like 30C. Listen. He can run the AM. All right. We're moving on. <laughs> in the WXC class, Taylor Jones took the win. Brandy Richardson Richards took second. And Corey Steed took third. Those girls were hauling. Brandon, how fast were they going? They were going pretty fast. <laughs> they were going pretty fast. When they, when they lapped me. I didn't. Uh, I, could, I could hear their bikes as they're going by me, but you didn't see them. I mean, I them. saw them, but <laughs> like it was like when they caught me, it was like a real tight downhill section, and they were like left, right, left, and they were gone. I was like, well, man, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no time to even Listen, react. I was so happy they passed me. I was so happy. I see you, Dusty. I see you. I appreciate the offer. The bike is, I guess, ready. It, it's ready. It's definitely it. ready. Trust ready. me, it is ready. I literally just wrote it just a few minutes ago. Yeah. I think when he says he wrote it, he means he did some laps around the yard and then he brought it back. Yeah, that's, I wrote that's what my, he says. I wrote it to my parents' house to eat some dinner. Yeah. And I came back. That makes sense. <laughs> How old are you going to your mom and dad's eat dinner? Hey, they offered me steak. <laughs> free food is free food. That's right, Brandon. <laughs> In the XC2 oh, class, on, guys. I was to... in the XC2 class, Ryder Lafferty took the win. Lyndon Snodgrass, Lyndon Snodgrass took second, and Roy uh, Barbosa took third. Man, you hate to see um, uh, you hate to see Liam Draper go down with a mechanical. He was leading most of that race mm-hmm. and uh, um, um, was just putting on a heck of a ride. He screwed me in. Po- in- fantasy uh he screwed a, trust me he screwed a lot of people in fantasy i wonder if people actually listen to us on Pe- instagram people listen to us on instagram <laughs> there was a lot of the same teams going around <laughs> and none of them hey, were good it helped me out because <laughs> if they picked who, who i picked i noticed i was still in the lead i thought i was going to drop on the fantasy but uh thank god everybody else kind of picked the same people as me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> hey dusty come find us at, at snowshoe we will we will for sure be there uh and then the xc1 ricky russell took the took the win um he had a good uh a good battle with trevor bollinger uh unfortunately trevor ended up breaking his hand mm-hmm. um man just losing i mean <clears throat> i think trevor's planning on racing snowshoe but people just dropping left and right yeah. in that class uh grant baylor took second and jordan ashburn took third man jordan Where's ashburn grant baylor coming from like i don't know he's been like 
See, John Penton, did he, he got on a podium, podium at John Penton, didn't he? Yeah, as you can't really say, I don't care who's in the race, Ashburn's finishing third. <laughs> it just it just seems just, like no matter who's that's there. That's like where he's comfortable. That's, that's where that's he's going to be. That's sweet spot. But I, I want to say this. If he, so, if he finishes third at Snowshoe, that means, um, um, that means uh, Ben Kelly will have the lead still going into the right. summer break. I was, I, I was going to get into this, but I don't know if you, I don't know if you're done yet or not. So yeah, I'm done. You done? Okay. <laughs> so what are these guys doing? What? Are, Bollinger, Ashburn. This is their time. This is what are they doing? This was the time to. They're this messing was the it time. up. They're I picked Bollinger to like be the guy that go all the way to. I the did front, too. And then he has to wreck on the last lap and like, yeah. mess up his hands. I mean, but so. then you look at the look at, you know, guys like Ricky Russell, Grant Baylor. <clears throat> I mean, they're like, good, but they weren't in the championship. No. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. But these are the guys that that have won before. Right. And it just seems like the winning experience. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I mean, what it is. At, at this point, you're just like, dude, you guys blew an opportunity. Which, Rick, I, which I, I mean, know Ricky, everybody has their own trouble. Ricky ran problem. a heck of a race. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm speed, not taking anything away no, from him. No, no. I, no, nothing at all. It's just like we went from having a class where you could pick like Ben's going to win. Mm-hmm. We might know the first, second, third, fourth even. But right. now it's just like who's going to win? Who's going to win Snowshoe? Right. Do we even at know? At this point, it's going to be Graham Baylor. Maybe. And two podiums in a row. It's rocky. It's going to be rough. I think. I mean, I, I mean Ricky, Ricky Russell has two wins in his career. One of them is at Snowshoe. Snowshoe. I mean, very possible. I mean, Stu's back on a bike. Maybe somebody will convince mm. him to come back. I don't think he's going to run Snowshoe. Not after the face. Well, he already said before that he was planning on not running Snowshoe, but <clears throat> does that also actually really mean anything for him? No. no <laughs> I, if it wouldn't have been for the face – 100% I would say he'd be in for snowshoe. Yeah, probably. But with the face, I don't think he could be in for snowshoe. Uh, I mean, he's riding again, though. I don't know. Yeah, but who knows with that guy? He's, he, he just never know. He's like Iron Man or the Terminator. The Terminator. Tom, and Terminator. is <laughs> one of those guys that tougher conditions and, like, heat, uh, tougher tracks, terrain, mm-hmm. stuff like that. He gets faster as the race goes. Right. Like yeah. everybody else starts <laughs> slowing just a little bit, and he just starts picking up pace. Yeah. So. At, well, at this point, going in the snowshoe, an XE2 guy can win the way it's going. Yeah. Because of the way they stagger the times. You know what I mean? Because. <laughs> I need to look at the over at the overall because they'll be. I'd say Linden will be on, on the front row. That's what I was. That's what I'm saying. Like an XC2 guy can. But probably But you're better take off to be on the second row. You are. To be honest, you are because. You know what I mean, but because it's always easier to, to throw a hook and, and, and yeah, chase yeah, yeah. someone down. Oh, yeah, all you gotta do is get to them, and then you win. And then you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, just look out for an XC2 guy to take the overall this week yeah. or this in snowshoe because with with the XC1 class the way it's looking, I mean, right now it's anybody's ball game at snowshoe. Right. Absolutely. Didn't Johnny Gerard <clears throat> say something about trying to come back for snowshoe? He might. He, yeah. Cause he he's might. Been, yes. He's been pretty quiet. He'd like, been riding. Yeah, he'd, he'd been, been riding, racing. Yeah. Yeah. Won the U.S. Sprint Enduro. Mm-hmm. He could be a guy that if he does show up, he could be in contention for a win there. Oh, dude, that'd be so crazy. But absolutely, <laughs> you're right. He, he's, he's, he's something special. He is. He's I honestly quick. think he, he could have the potential to be like the next Caleb Russell. Yeah. In my opinion. I know that's like way early and way putting the cart in front of the horse. <laughs> but 
that's just my opinion uh, I mean, on the talent at, that he has. He, I mean, he has good talent, but I mean, just think <clears throat> the way Ben Kelly was riding, it reminded me of Caleb Russell because, dude, he was blowing everybody away. Yeah. So, I mean, so I, I just can't believe that these that Ben Kelly is gonna, probably going to come back with a points lead. I'm I'm guessing if he's coming back. If that's if he's coming back, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're we're saying he's coming back, but I don't know if he is. I would say he is. I would say he is. I don't think. Sup, Tyler? Thanks for joining us, buddy. I don't think he's letting the championship go that easy. No, right. I don't think so. Well, I just, I, we just never found out really what happened to his shoulder. Yeah. So he, it kind of went. It won't, ben, come on, talk to us. Let's kind of went going quiet. On. Yeah. For a second about the shoulder. So. Yeah. Well. Uh, and then over in the EMTB class, uh, Cypress Gory took the win. New winner. New winner. Is that the the third winner? That, or is that the first time we've had a winner outside of four? That's her fourth winner, I think. Fourth winner. It's Mackie, and then. Um, um, Mullins. Mullins, and then um, I think there was Kyle Smith. Okay. One more. Well, uh, Cypress took the win. Charles uh, Mullins, Charlie Mullins took second, and Nick Mackey took third. Yeah. Um, and then real quick, I want to go over the uh, fantasy uh, for <clears throat> um, the round eight. Yeah. So if you guys have not played split line fantasy, make sure you join us for the snowshoe round. We're going to be giving away an XC gear Mako 360 to a random user. I need it. <laughs> you might need it. Um, but uh, uh, if you've not played, you can play uh, anytime you want. All you got to do is send us your picks uh, via Instagram or Facebook Messenger, and uh, we'll get you dialed. Uh, but for this week, uh, for the um, Mason-Dixon, it was a really weird week. There was not very many high scores. No. There was a lot of low scores. And I'm pretty yeah. – I, I, have have I, I do have a 10-second uh, tantrum. Okay. Um, I'm mad at the guys that were right behind you and could have caught you. I know, right? I was loving it. And they all did garbage. <laughs> they all followed my pick. Yeah, they, they basically, they on they basically did. Yeah. Pick. So, uh, but I want to say congratulations to Michael Aldridge. He took the win with 173 points. Cody Bosback took the second with 172. Tracy Pierce took uh, third with 165. Kyler Emery, John DeNoble, Josh DeNoble, Michael Ivory. Uh, Cameron Schwartz, those guys, uh, congratulations to you guys. You put solid ride in. Uh, as of the leaderboard, Brandon right now is still winning, which ticks me off. Billy Bebot is close second. Um, I'm in third now, and Zach Bothwell and Ryan Fowler rounds out your top five. So yep. that's that's it for the um, – My goal was to have the league going into the break. Yeah, and then do we do we even need to go over um, – No. Do we need to go over no. Uh, Pulp? No. Because I see that somebody didn't even put a team in. Dude. I do want to say – Shout out to Hammer Five One Two for winning. Justin Groff um, and Gunther. I've been too busy at the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. So been way too busy at the racetrack. Yeah, we're running a little behind. <laughs> I'm pretty on much time. living at a racetrack this year. My wife's like, like we were supposed to go to fast tracks this weekend, and we both looked at each other. We're like, can we just have a weekend off? Like, because we just been pounding them. And then next weekend we're back. First, I go to Virginia for the full gas. Come to Nashville with me. Then the week after that, snowshoe. <laughs> and then the week after, it's like. <laughs> It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. So we're pretty much living at the track. So. Well, I don't know how many uh, people picked me, but I know you said there was a couple. So Three. I, I apologize to those people. Three. You know what? We need <clears throat> next year. We're going to we're going to revamp. We're going to after this year, our goal was to have it on a website, website and we're going to have to where you can pick your own teams. And we might have, you know, higher handicaps, something a little bit more incentive for picking yeah. people. Um, um because, like, you know, if you pick Devin Devin gets in the top 20, you should be rewarded for it. Right. And Devin put a heck of a ride in. He should be rewarded as well. But it's been a fun 
It's been fun different. game. Yeah, it's it's been good. a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to play this year, so we're excited about it. Um, I think we should get Wyatt on. Yes, get Wyatt on. Let's get Wyatt on, and we'll talk to him. Um, uh, I'm excited to to talk to him about uh, his season so far. He's had a really, really solid year yeah. with. Uh, so, Devin, how was how did you guys like the downhills? I mean, there's some steep downhills on that track. I love downhills. Did you like them? I mean, I like any downhills. When, when I got there, there was like a lot of deep ruts in them. The Hello? thing I like. What? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man, how's it going? It's Cooper, Brandon, and Devin Masters in studio. Uh, uh, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Uh, not going to lie, just a little bit nervous. Been watching the show, just trying to feel it out, but uh, ready, to, ready to get talking. Oh, oh dude, no problem, man. Relax. Don't worry. Yeah, like, <laughs> we used to be nervous about it, but then we just decided, like, you know, it's just pretty much hanging out. No, like, one, no one listens yeah. either, Why? Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, nobody listens. He can handle an XC2 <laughs> podium, but he's nervous about the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, hey, if, if, are you nervous when you race? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you, well, every, not. I'm nervous until we take off, and then I'm all right. That's okay. Not okay, so okay, so so the green flag just waved, <laughs> and now all you gotta do is talk. Hey, you've uh, finished on the podium every single round this year, so this should be a breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good at talking on the podium. I like <laughs> I like getting going. So. Um... I'm sure I'll do all right. Yeah. Well, you've had plenty of opportunities to talk on the podium this year. You've been putting in a solid year, um, not finishing a single round off the podium. Um, you got to be pretty pumped about it. Definitely. Um, and, and years prior, man, we've had good luck. And um, we've always had just something bad that kept, kept us off the podium or kept us from having a good streak. And um, – this year, um, Matt Pierce is my mechanic, and the Stewart Boy race team, they've got my quad to a peak, and um, now it's just me showing up, and I'm glad to keep putting the quad on the box and having consec or just having good rides all together. Um, I really can't complain. Dude, the, the, that class is it's gotten faster and faster over time, and um, dude, we're, we're cranking in that top 10 now, so to, to keep putting it on the top three is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so with, with this being a round, would this kind of be kind of a closer round for you? Because you're in Ohio, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so so Mason Dixon wasn't too bad for you. Um, John Pitton was another good one uh, for you. Um, so at, was this like a goal? Are, are we are we hitting our goals that we set for the, the beginning of the year uh, on the podiums, or, or, or were you wanting wins? Oh, man, that's a hard one because we, we all want to win. Right. and. I'm coming in this year. I, I knew Jay Shad was going to be a, a pain in my butt. And, <laughs> uh, he, he's he's shown to be, and um, dude, he he's a hammer. I'm I'm having a blast riding with him, Brandon. I mean, Steven, we are we're all riding really well. Um, as far as the the team goes, dude, any day on the podium is a good day. Right. Uh, I'm happy to look at the overalls and see where we are finishing compared to other people. Like, we're riding with super fast guys, and like. Yeah, I may have got third, but we're still in the top ten. Like, then, then people that are ahead of me are are the real deal. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm ha I'm we're definitely happy with podiums. Okay. Now, honestly, and and when we've talked to uh, Brandon Owens about this same thing, uh, the, when you're racing Jay, like you guys are really racing somebody with experience from the tippy top of the spear um when he was racing xc1 years ago and you before he took his break from racing so i mean you guys are getting incredible experience racing somebody that that has raced the best of the best and has experience to to back it up 
Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Like you said, he he's been there before, and how I, I'm I'm sure Brandon looks at the exact same way. He is preparing us for XC1. Um, I get hundred percent respect to him. Um, he knows that speed. So um, if you look in the overall in the first lap, we're putting in a quick lap yeah. for sprint, and Jay knows that. Jay gets a good start, and me and Brandon will latch onto him and get up in that overall as soon as we can, um, and then. From there on out, we gotta we gotta keep there for two hours. But um, it's I'm glad that Jay's in there. Like if you look at your prior years before, um, you win XC2, you get 13th, 14th overall. Well, now when you win XC2, we're we're in a heck of an overall position. So it's definitely nice to learn off of him. I watch here and there. And when I get in front of him, I try to do what I can. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a good year so far. I think uh, you have a very important attitude when it comes to that, too, because when I ran Junior A last year with him, anytime I could get behind him, it was like, okay, let's see what we can learn from this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's been running some of our locals this year and stuff, too. So anytime that we take off, um, there's been some times I've been in front of him, but anytime he catches me, I'm just like, all right, you get in front of me, and then I'm going to try to latch on for as long as possible. And I think the same thing is what you're saying it benefits you so much more by trying to follow and see what he's doing differently than you than it does to try to push too hard and like override yourself to outrun him. Yeah. So I, yeah, I agree. And when you got, when you've got somebody behind you pushing it and every, you guys all race, you know how it is. You got somebody pushing you. You don't, you're not really, you're not hitting your marks and you're overriding clipping trees, overshooting corners. It's better to sit back and just accept the fact he's going to go in front of you and learn and just mm-hmm. follow like, that, that's what we're here for. Um, not going to win a national championship like a overall number one this year. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm learning for years um, to come. Yeah. Do you feel that when you try to follow his lines that you feel yourself not working as hard to go that speed? I, I actually – this one's hard because, like, when you talk to people, if you get, like, a separation from somebody, it is so hard to, to know what lines they're hitting. And, like, you would think we kind of all got the uh, broad idea of what lines to hit. But, like, if somebody hits a different line than you and they put a second on you, there's how many lines in the track. And mm-hmm. when, you've got, when you're right behind somebody, you can kind of – it's easier to, to keep that distance closed because you're seeing the way they're hitting it, you're falling the exact same way, and then you're just, you're just latched on the back of them. Mm-hmm. So is, it, is this your second year in XC2 or first? Oh, gosh, no. This is – I think – Oh, man. I think third or fourth, I, when I first moved up, we were like break six rounds, finish one round, break six rounds. And then, I mean, I've had good years mm-hmm. just like hit and miss. We kind of like hit and miss some. And like I said, dude, like we've been in here, but we break all the time. And this year has just definitely been a, an opener for me mm-hmm. as far as finishing all the races. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess it has been a little bit because it just seems time flies by. You're, you're still pretty young too, right? Uh, I guess if you call 22 young, I'd yeah. be young. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. dude, yeah. come on. Hey, yeah. we're, we're in your prime, man. Brian and I are over here, you know, we're, we're fast approaching the, 30, the, the mid-30s. 30, come 30. on. <laughs> I'm 23, and I don't feel old yet, so I hope you're not saying 22 is old. <laughs> <laughs> No, so you know, Brandon, you actually brought up a good point asking about um, asking about you know when he came into the class. Why? When did you start racing? Um, and then when did you get into to to the GNCC series itself? Um, so my dad raced um, all growing up. I always raced dirt bike as a kid, and then um, 
of course, my sister got a quad before me, so you know how that goes. I was super jealous, and my dad ended up getting me a quad as well. Um, we raced just, just mainly locals and stuff, and I really hit it off with the quad more so than dirt bike. I raced both of them for a long time, and then when I was probably eight, we went to – we started doing the GNCCs. We raced DRR 90s for a couple years. Me and Jake literally raced back then. Um, it was 90 modified. I have pictures of me and him when we were – eight years old racing each other so it's pretty cool now that we're racing each other um then we took a lot of years off um just kind of kind of got buckled down learning how to race how to maintain not freaking break and um then when i was about 16 we got back into the gncc and kind of just been racing since then the national series but um yeah it's always just been a family thing like like i said my dad started and then my sister and me kind of took off and that's how i got into it yeah. Do you feel like at this point, and and for me it was uh, kind of like this too. Do you feel like when you started hitting like that twenty twenty one year old age that maybe that uh, I feel like that helps you out a little bit mentally and makes you start like settling down instead of being so excited when you get in the front and trying to actually manage the race instead of trying to take yourself out. Do you think the age helps you a little bit too? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like. Um, when I was, you know, 17, 18, you, you're not mature into the sport. And like when you're down 30 seconds for whatever reason, when you're that age, you're like, Oh, I got to make it up now instead of over the two hour span or whatever. And like that just puts you in positions where you're hitting trees or getting stuck and just making bad line choices. Um, knock on wood. I'm, I'm been doing really well about not doing that, not putting myself into a situation where I, I can't finish a race. Um, I'm not going to say, I mean, I've clipped a couple trees this year, but that <laughs> happens. But um, definitely the age has, has, has gave me a, has helped a lot. Yeah. You know, and you look, what gives, you know, guys like at your age, you look at the ATV, uh, GNCC, like the top of the pinnacle of the sport, and it seems like guys are able to stay there for longer. I mean, you look at people like Chris Borsch, you look at people like Adam McGill, um, um, the sneaky snake. You, you look Johnny at the, Gallagher. John, Johnny Gallagher. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> Guys are able to stay high up in the sport for a long period of time. The longevity seems to be really well in this sport. So that's got to give. You know, you say twenty-two, you, you don't feel you don't feel young anymore. But dude, you're like you, you could literally do this for a long time. It yeah. So, like, people outside of the sport, they'll, like, when I do say, like, yeah, I'm 22, like, oh, man, you're kind of getting out of it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you're, you're completely right. You look at, like, Bryson, Neal, and Walker. I mean, they're, they're late, later 20s, and they are in their prime. So I've got four or five years to hit that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have people like, man, how did Adam beat you? And I'm like, Dude, because he's 34 years old don't mean he can go out there and just <laughs> wax me. Like, he is fast. All them boys are fast. Right? Yeah. Like you guys said, uh, it is it is pretty cool to see how long um, you can stay in this sport once you've got that speed and the maturity into it. Yeah, and then you you get uh, you get to those boys' age, there ain't nothing nothing they ain't seen during a race. <laughs> Nothing's gonna rattle them. The only thing, like I honestly feel like the biggest thing that starts like being a, a factor in slowing them down is is just the n- not feeling like they need to, to, to race anymore and, and like having a family and that type of stuff. But you look at those guys, like look at Adam, look at Chris, like those guys, 
are and Jared, those guys are in tip top shape. And uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they're able to to go in week and week out and and keep going. Mm-hmm. If it makes you feel any better, every race that I've finished at the locals this year that I didn't have a bike problem, I've finished second to Adam. So <laughs> I don't know what the secret is to beating him, but I've not found it. So if you do find it, probably just, not race him in a mountain state race where he's put ten thousand laps at every track. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if Wyatt can figure out what the answer is, he can just shoot me a message and let me know. Yeah. I think I got the answer. I honestly do. <laughs> All right, what do you got? It's that stalker. I'm telling you, I have a stock YFZ, and it's the exact same thing. Like, you get on it, and you feel so fast, and you ride so well. I'm telling you, take the stalker, and Adam McGill will be scared. <laughs> See, he's been listening to the show. What? We've been talking. We've been telling him this for months now. Yeah. Since, like, what, February? It's, hey, if you're fast on something, you're just fast. You're just fast yeah. on it. Well, maybe he can help me fix my good stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. He's yeah. telling you, the stock stuff is your good stuff. <laughs> if that's the case, then it, maybe he should start running his stalker at the Nationals. Oh, yeah, he's, he's probably like, hey, I'm, I'm, doing well, I'm on the yeah, podium. He's, he's, on the po- he's on the podium every round. <laughs> well, that's, what, that's why I said I need his help setting up my good stuff. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, so uh, looking into the uh, rest of the series, what are rounds that you have circled on your on your list? Is snowshoe? I know snowshoe is kind of an outlier. Um, um, is that a race you have circled? Or are you looking forward to snowshoe? Oh, I love snowshoe. Nice. That place is so fun. But I was just talking to my dad about it. I have the worst luck there. Like I cannot remember in all the years I've raced there, a time I finished. And this year going to that. I have high hopes that we will finish. Um, if we were to do really well at Snowshoe, I think Devin said it earlier, the whole crowd would know, the whole town would, would know. Um, I, like I said, I love that place. I've always wanted – just being on the podium there would be so sweet, especially when they have it up there in the town and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, Snowshoe is definitely one I want to do well at. I always do really well at the Ironman and Buckwheat. Mm-hmm. I, and you know what? Actually, the, the last – couple rounds i used to do well i love the mountaineer i i like tight technical rocky crap so like um i'm really looking to- forward to the mountaineer mm-hmm. so the i guess the second half of the year like those are where i usually come into play so i'm ready for them so you you, you really it sounds to me like you kind of just make do or are you're excited to get out of the southern rounds and and more into the terrain that you kind of grew up racing yep uh down south I do. De- I mean, I do pretty well. I mean, you're on the always- podium every round, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. you still do good there. <laughs> yeah, I. I always. I don't know why. I, I come. I'm. I'm better at later in the year. So the first couple rounds, being out away from my home, and being at the beginning of the year, I always struggle with. And then, at towards the end of the year, I really start kicking it in. We're up towards my house, and um, I don't know. It's just maybe it's not the. I, I don't know. I just I always do really well at the end. If that's the case, then that means you're not out of the championship yet. I mean, Jay's got one heck of a lead right now, but uh, it's not over till the fat lady sings, so uh, we'll, we'll keep chugging. So, you know, th- this kind of brings me into um, – he's won every race except for this past one. What went on? Because we know that there was a lot of like mixing up between the three of you, of you guys um, um, in that race. How was that specific race for you guys? That race was – honestly, that was probably the – funnest race i've had um being that tight it was really stressful but it was also a lot of fun like everybody always says like when you go on the racetrack you're not friends but at the same time you were all friends and we were having a blast together um i 
got myself a whole shot, hit the second corner, went up on two wheels. Jay got me, and I was like, okay, this is this is fine. I'm fine behind Jay. He's going to set one heck of a lap down, and we'll see what we can do. And sure enough, I stayed with him the whole first lap. I was like, okay, well, now let's do this for three more laps. And um, I followed – we caught Josh. It was Josh, Jay, myself. And Brandon was behind me, and Josh and Jay went one way. I followed just just, just doing my thing, and Brandon had a better line picked on me. He went by, gave me a thumbs up, and I was like, okay, now this is going to be real fun. Now <laughs> we're back a little bit farther. But um, Brandon got by. Jay clipped the tree. Um, I was right behind Jay. Uh, then Steven got by, so then me and Jay moved even farther back, and Steven was riding one heck of a race, dude. Uh, shout out to him for real. Um, he stayed. He stayed right. He kept us on our toes, and I ended up getting back by him when he was pitting. And then from there on out, it was a, it was a sprint. Every we were coming to the finish, and I could see Brandon and I could see Jay. We were all corner after corner, um, the whole race. The last lap, Jay ended up getting right by me. I, I followed a lapper, coming down a downhill. It was a misjudgment thing on my part. I should have known to try a different line. He came to the bottom of the hill, kind of stopped. And I was I was in the line with him, so I couldn't really do anything to get out of it. And I look over on the other side of the hill, and Jay's going up a different line. He ended up getting by me, and um, I latched on the back of him. We ended up catching Brandon kind of towards the end of the lap, and we caught him into like a bottleneck. Some guy was into a tree. Him, Austin, Josh, we were all like, they were just going different. Like, everybody was trying different lines. Brandon ended up clipping into Jay. Jay slid into a tree, and, I mean, I just fell right where I needed to be. And then from there on out, it was kind of a sprint to the finish because I knew when Jay got out of that tree, he was coming. <laughs> yeah, coming with a head of steam. <laughs> hey, so real quick, I got to ask your opinion on this. We had Steve Harrell on a couple weeks ago. This dude... Like, what's your thoughts on this dude only racing for two years and being at the level that he's at? No, I think he's lying. No, I'm joking. Like, <laughs> he, it, it did. It does blow my mind. I mean, he came right into college, Jay, and uh, he he was super fast. Just just to jump into it, he kind of reminds me of Devin Fian. Devin Fian did the same thing. Was just mm-hmm. like a normal guy that just had a quad and like you know let's go try a GNCC and took off and they look where Devin's at and Steven's going to do the same thing. He's riding really well. Um, I think him coming up to XC2, he's picking up that maturity part. I think College A is like, it's a lot of like younger kids who's just trying to duke it out to where when you move up to XC2, you kind of have to, you learn how the race comes into play and I think Steven's doing really well at picking that up. Yeah. Um, I know in years to come, he's going to be a He's going to be a guy to watch out for. What's cool about him, people like him, and then you mentioned Devin as well, like it just goes to show that you don't have to be born sitting on a quad or a dirt bike to be to be able to to be good at these sports. I think some people kind of feel like if you weren't racing um, in the micros, then then you're just not going to be ever be able to be a pro. You got to become. It's, a- it's, so like it's weird because I'm pretty sure I read something on this like. Um, I want to say it was Adam was saying that, like, if you look back at Walker and Neal, as they came up, they had the youth, the AM and to, to the PM to where when Adam raced, it was just, he was just had a 450 or whatever. They raced back mm-hmm. then at 400 EX. And he was just like, I never got to do the youth part. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely can happen. I mean, you go out and you just, you see people at your local series and you're like, man, like if this guy had a, this guy would just put a little bit into it or had a better quad, he would be, 
really fast. And yeah. it don't, you don't have to be in it from the time you're two years old. You could just get on a quad and you like you you feel it out and you ride really well. And that's yeah. No. It's, it's not like I mean it's be the same way as like football or something. You've got naturally talented people yeah. you throw them a football and they'll show you like okay I'm good with it. Mm. Same way you've got people that come through all their pee wee and the pee wee to high school. Mm. It, it goes to show that you can be naturally talented and do really well. Yeah, right. that kind of reminds I, I was at a uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble race uh, last year, and there was this guy that showed up in, in, in my class, and he had jeans, T-shirt on, like, you know, just like a typical, <laughs> like, local guy. And I'll be daggone if he did not, like, blow everybody's doors off. I was, like, doing everything I could to hang on to him. <laughs> And I'm like, I am not letting this guy that looks like he has a bike that should be going to the junkyard beat me. And he ended up. That deafens everyone. Like, you what? don't wear jeans. No. You, you don't wear jeans at a cutoff. Yeah, but my bike looks like it should probably be at the junkyard. <laughs> the, the, the bike that looks like it should be at the junkyard better be at Snowshoe. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that hurts. I didn't. I didn't think you were zeroing me out like this. But. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, but no, it's cool. And um, um, you know, I think sometimes you, you see kids that are in it so, for so young. Sometimes they get burnt out quickly. Yeah. So um, I, I think to see different paths, and like you said, um, uh, you know, athletes. Athletes are just going to be athletes at some point in time. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm going to hit on what you just said. Um, it. It's crazy because. Looking at those pictures that when I was telling you, like me and Jay raced together, there was kids that were so fast that would just walk away from us. And and I don't know if it's the parents push too hard or um, you do it for so long, you finally get bored of it. But the amount of kids that I raced with back then that are in it now is unreal. There's two percent maybe. It's just it's just died completely off. Mm -hmm. And I think it's where you're in it for so long and when you don't get first you're getting hammered like man we got to win 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 but really do those 70 cc championships do anything when you're 20 something years old that's when you should be yeah. winning your pro right. championship and there's so many kids that's been burned out it's sad to see that the, the amount of talent that's been just pushed away and i, I just going to if any of parents are listening or whatnot just just have fun i mean you're 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 a kid and the last thing you need is all that weight on your shoulders, mm -hmm. um, ex especially wanting to do this further down in your life. So um, mm -hmm. it, it definitely it definitely does blow my mind how many people have came out of the sport over the years. Right. And, and a lot of times people don't realize, like, when you get 13, 14, 15, you kind of actually have to start working for it. You know, you got to put yep. the time in on the bike. You got to put time in on the in the gym. You got to eat kind of healthy. You got to you know do all this stuff. And a lot of people, when they get that age, are like, like they kind of get lazy and don't want to put the work in. So, I think that's a lot of times where you see all these fast kids come up, and then it's like, okay, now it's time to really start being uh, an athlete and, and putting work in, and and mm -hmm. uh, they don't they just kind of quit. So, that's yeah, the whole high school thing comes into play. You know, mm -hmm. you get your girlfriends and whatnot. <laughs> you know how it goes. Oh yeah. But. That that's I do agree. The fifteen, sixteen year old, you get your license and uh, kind of just you look at something else, and that's normal. But yeah, it is. Uh, you know, especially you know, high school, like you said, girlfriends and all that stuff. They uh, uh, they they can mess with you. So guys, <laughs> stay, stay away from the women. Stay away from the women, guys. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I agree with that. Um, like my dad used to race, and then I came into it, and I've been doing it my whole life, but. 
I think it takes a uh, special person to be able to keep at it that long. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to really like it to be able to stay with it that long. And I think it's a benefit most of the time if they weren't pushed at a young age or if they came into it later just because they didn't get exhausted from everything before. Um, plus, at that point, it's more like something that they chose to do and maybe not something that their parents pushed them into. So. Yeah. I think there's a lot that goes into that, and I think I agree with you where you were saying the kids just need to go out and have fun. That's the most important part for the kids. I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of pressure from carrying the number one plate even when you're an adult. So (laughs) if you're winning championships in an adult and you feel a lot of pressure from it, what do you think a kid feels? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, hey, why? What uh, besides when when you're not racing? Um, is there anything outside of like racing or riding that you do for fun? Like something that uh, like hunting, fishing, anything like that? So I was uh, I grew up wrestling. That was my uh, uh-huh. really really big thing. Another wrestler. If I wasn't racing, I definitely would have went to college and hopefully would have been wrestling. Um, I did coach for the past three or four years, and then this year I just I was like, man, I got to take it serious. When you wrestling seasons during the off season for us yeah and it, it does take up a lot of time so when i was coming into this year i got the opportunity to go down south and stay down there for a month or two and i had to take the the wrestling coach the coaching thing off which kind of sucked but at the same point I'm, I'm glad i did it it was like i had to pick one of the two i couldn't live best of both worlds right um that was something i was really big in my life but as far as racing goes, people ask me all this time, like, or all the time, like, what do you do, like, with your life? <laughs> I am in the garage all the time, out <laughs> trails, like, I don't know. I drive to Matt Pierce's a lot, just go up there and hang out. Like, I just kind of live around racing. It's very time-consuming to, you know. It, it definitely yeah. is. I love me and, my, me and my best friend. We go fishing all the time, and I've been trying to mountain bike more. But, um, yeah, racing does take up a lot of my time, and that same thing is, like, uh, I think Devin was saying when when you get to that age of your 15, 16, it, it takes a different kind of person to to really keep going at it. Like in high school, I, I missed out on a lot of things just to make sure I went to races or I um, I don't know. I, I would never take it back. Yeah, I'm so glad I did it. But you have like buddies like, dude, what are you? Why are, why are you going to this race this weekend? We have a party to go to. And I'm like, man, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Like, this is what I'm looking forward to in my future. And right. Even school, like any kid, I, I can tell you right now, is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. When they're in school and you tell your kid teacher, you're like, oh, I'm racing. They don't understand what you're doing. They don't understand what you're going through to get there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I do get they always want you to, to go to the college or to be somebody big. But when that's your goal, that's your goal. And um, I, I still to this day I have kids that come up to me like, oh, my teacher don't like racing. It's just because they don't understand. Like. Mm-hmm of the amount of dedication that goes into the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I tell you what, since Steve came on and now you've came on, we, we're going to have people like sit, sending their kids into wrestling for sure. Because, <laughs> yeah. And I, I agree. I think wrestling it's, is, it's is hard, a, man. It's hard. It's, hard. It's, it's physically demanding. You have to be mentally strong when somebody is on top of you and there's really not much you can do about it. Uh, you have to have, you know, a, a mental standpoint that you're strong and you can you can go through something like that and then also like i I got you know i gotta imagine like the agility that you learn in it the balance you're able to keep i mean it it's it's the sport i think that makes kids and adults even better at any other sport i i would a hundred percent back that um 
I think wrestling has, has shaped me into who I am now more so than anything. Um, like you were saying, like, I, I was never big into a team sport because at the end of the day, when you lose, you have somebody to put the blame on. Or when you win, you, somebody else could take the credit. And wrestling is really big. Anybody that wrestles has known, like, when you lose, you lose. Not the team. You take the blame. And when you win, you get all the glory for it. Same way as racing. Like, when you come off the track, you, you can put blame on other people. But at the same time, you're the one on the quad. You're the one doing it. You either take it all or you, you lose it all. And wrestling really, I mean, it creates characters. And, like, I don't, it don't matter who you are. If you wrestle, I've got respect for you because – yeah. It's one heck of a sport. It's a grueling sport, and um, it definitely, it definitely could take a toll on you. Like when you're, like I said, when you're losing, you get down on yourself because you, you don't have nobody to put that blame on. But if nothing else, it makes you stronger, and you realize what you can do over time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I totally agree. Hey, so why we're not going to take too much more of your time tonight, man? Definitely love having you on the show. Um, uh, you did a great job. No yeah. reason to be nervous. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll have you back uh, plenty more times if you're willing to come on. And um, But if you've listened to the show before, we have one final question that we ask everybody the first time they come on the show, and it's probably the hardest question to answer. If you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one candy for the rest of your life, what would those two choices be? Oh, man. <laughs> Toughest question of the, of the show. Man, that's a hard one. I, I wasn't prepared for this one. All right. Um, fast food. We'll go. Oh, man, as nasty as it sounds, I'll probably go McDonald's. Oh, really? Mc, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty bad, but I mean, I was going to say like Raisin Cane's or Chick fil A or something, but then you're just like limited to chicken. If I go to McDonald's, I've got, I mean, I can get some fish, chicken, hamburger. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; it's gonna be greasy, but <laughs> it's not often. That's the he's hitting. The, so he's saying basically, if we're gonna go and we're gonna eat junk, we might as well eat junk, oh. junk. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you might as well. You might as well go all the way in. Right, right. Yeah. And right. the good news, you can leave that thing out for like on the counter for like a month, and it's still good. It looks exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. So, so what about candy? candy? Yeah, candy. Does it have to be like a? It's not like a candy bar, right? No, no, any candy. No, 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 any candy. All right. Favorite candy all time. This one's an easy one for me. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever seen these. They're like the little blue sharks. Um, they're like in the cheap wrapper. I don't know. I don't even know what brand they are. They're literally called blue sharks. They're gummies. Yeah, they're That's my sharks. all-time favorite. I can eat those all day from morning to night, and I'll stick with that one. Are they kind of the ones where you, you, you don't find them at every gas station? But Well, you find them. So, okay. <laughs> you gotta keep be on the lookout because there's two different ones. There's a there's the really good one and a really bad one, and the logos look almost the exact same. They're trying to play a trick on you to buy their bad ones, but there's one brand that is just killer. So it was like the knockoff of the knockoff. Oh, there's yeah, there's Ooh. a knockoff. You don't want that one. <laughs> yeah. You wanna you wanna watch out for that one. If I can, I'll find a picture and I'll get it out to you guys. I'll show you the good one. Fair enough. <laughs> the fair enough. You'll have to post that too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one final question uh, uh, that we don't ask everybody, but if I need to get some ramps for my truck, what kind of ramps should I get? Oh, man, long ramps. That's it. <laughs> long ramps is the way to go. <laughs> I got kept up on that, man. It, it, you usually, um, in this sport, you kind of like sponsor-wise, you get – people that are already in the sport and i mean that company patrick from long ramps he came came to me and he was like man i've started this right ramp company and i want to get into the sport 
my gear company, Focus X, they were pretty close with him, so they kind of like put my name out there. And he wanted to get into it, so I'm glad we hooked up together. And I'm I'm trying to help him out as any way I can to get the get the ramps out this way. Just a local home, family owned thing. Just trying to make it. Yeah, that's cool. I saw those advertisements. Uh, you know, I appreciate a good advertisement for sure. Yeah. You can load your yeah. bike, make a jump, all kinds of things with this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I learned so I when I was down in Florida, I learned a little bit from Adam himself. Uh, Adam gave me some pointers here and there, so I'm, I'm trying to trying to pick up where he's what he's laying down because i mean he, he's got the social media market on lock so. oh. yeah yeah um which is impressive for fun. an old guy everybody sees videos that oh this is this and this is that like but at the same time i try to keep it fun and when you see the video you either get a laugh or you're like man this guy's kind of weird but you get something <laughs> out of it. hey you put your own I'm on hey i didn't forget i see a lot of these videos and i didn't forget it yeah so it that, that's that's the point I, at the end of the day, you you don't you get the the product view, but at the same time, there's something else that comes with it. Is it's yeah. like, man, okay, that was a that was something I could watch and not be bored to death about. Absolutely, I watched it a couple times and I laughed about it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. and I and I remember the name of the company and everything. So I mean, did a yeah. great job. Hey, we actually have a listener question real quick. Mister Hardcore Jeff Harvey wants to know if you're going to if you're going to do the nine hour. Man, I want to do the nine hour. I, I can't find a team. The, hey. the, there's an Iron Man class. All right, listen. <laughs> I, I, I got I, a solution. I'm dead serious. I've thought about doing the Iron Man. I got Iron a solution. Man. Let's hear it. I got a team. I got a team. There's two of us, but we need a third guy. <laughs> All right. Are we are it's, we making deals here? Oh, it's me and Chase Allison, which we both run. Well, Chase runs XC2 now, but he was yeah. a top contender in College A, and yep. I run Junior A, and then. If you want to be part of the team, that could be our three because we've asked a few people and nobody really seemed like they were interested or they were like, I'll get you back to how you. How come you didn't ask me? Because we, we know you don't ride. That's why. We're, we can't even get you to run snowshoe. We can't even get you to ride Mason Dixon. I'm, 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 in, the, I'm, in, the, I'm in the talks of building my own team right now. What? Devin, I, will get with I don't you. want to be an anchor. I understand. Devin, <laughs> I will get with you. The only thing that's keeping me from doing the actual Kenda is so the action off-road camp is the following week, and we're always there that Monday to put the camp together. So it'd be a lot to get done, and I go from the field ministries camp to the action camp. So you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, I would get back Friday, race Saturday, leave Sunday. So I mean, it would be a that's not that is kind of hindering me, and then finding a team as well. If we do figure it out, I'll get with you, Devin. Yep. All right. There you go. You get with me, and we'll, we'll talk details and see if we can do something to help you with uh, some of your travel. So, and and, and here, here's the other deal. If, we, if that team happens, can we call that the split line team? <laughs> split line team one? Yeah. My, the A team? We, we can make a deal here. Mm-hmm. If you pay for an entry free, we'll call it split line. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll pay for your entry fee because we're going to put up a we're going to put up yeah, some money. We are putting. So up, you got to win that money back again. Yeah, we, we, take, we, we are putting back. We are putting up us. <laughs> we put up six hundred dollars for. We don't know what class it is yet, but oh, uh, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So cool. all right, let let's just say we can all. But that's a good idea. We should have made here. After uh, after the show, yeah, we can do like a group message or something where everybody's in it. Yeah, and uh, I'm down. We can discuss the details. I could be the team manager. Okay. <laughs> he could be the pit. Never mind. Yeah, right. you know. You so know. as long as that works for Wyatt, 
we'll get a group message going. We'll talk about the details and see if we can do something to uh, try to help out on like some travel time or something like that. That's fine with me. All right. All right. There we go. Before I get off here, I, I want to thank you guys for doing this. Like the the whole GNCC world, does, I don't feel like gets enough um, exposure. And this keeps it interesting for people. Um, same way as like uh, Mikey Nichols, he did the he did his little ATV prodigy for a while. Like, I don't. It's it's cool to see as being a racer. Like, it brings media in. It brings people to watch. Like, okay, this is pretty interesting. Like, so I do appreciate you guys doing this. No, we th- well, thank yeah, you, man. It. We we appreciate it, and uh, um, we're a lot better talkers than we are racers. So uh, yeah. Natu- <laughs> yeah. this kind of fell into our na- our lap naturally. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm trying to do the racing thing. But... No, no, no. <laughs> this, this this we this just we is we. not is not including De- Devin. Devin's just sent for a guest. <laughs> Devin's yeah, a guest. So I I just pop in when they need somebody to fill a chair. Yeah. But I, I think you did awesome. Yeah, yeah, for well, sure, I man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for thanks again for coming on, Wyatt, and uh, we'll have you down. Uh, we'll have you on the on the. We'll have you on the show down down the road, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sign me up whenever. I appreciate it. All right, All right man. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, buddy. Later. So uh, Colton's getting signed up for wrestling tomorrow. No, <laughs> Nolan is <as> well. <laughs> He'll be uh, hey, in here pretty soon. Real quick, <laughs> we we got to get Ricky Russell on the line here. Yeah. But real quick. Dusty, was that you? <laughs> D- did you just Dusty text yeah, you? Yeah, so Dusty texted me and he that said that he's pretty sure the guy you were talking about. How tall is Dusty? Uh, is he tall, dude? How tall are you, Dusty? Like five eleven or something? Six foot. Like real skinny. He's taller guy? than me. Hmm. But was he on a Honda? Was, how long ago was it? See, right, Hondas. Two thousand. It's two years ago. Two thousand twenty. Dusty, you're going to have to chime in. If that was and, him, and we, I can, need to, we need to talk. Yeah, we can come back to, <laughs> we can come back to this. Was, Just, if, uh, if, was he on a Honda? Like, no graphics? If, if that was know. him, Every, he was fine. Everything I mean, I've ever seen him ride is a Yamaha. Oh, he okay. had a carb. He okay. had a fuel-injected one. But he may have had a Honda at one point. I don't know. This guy was on a Honda. So, but, uh, and, and he was flying. And he All finished right. seventh overall. Was it at round seven? Um... <laughs> He I, says two years ago, round seven, was that he won his class by at Brewston like, Mills, I, out of the B B twenty one plus class. I think that was Brewston. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think it was him. Uh, he he made me mad. <laughs> he made me mad because I loved that track and and I tried to hook up with him and just just try to run him down. I ended up beating everybody else in my class by like four minutes. It's confirmed. He you said yes. Son of a gun, Dusty. <laughs> I wanted that win. Well, uh, and I tried to run him down. You're upset about yep. that, mm-hmm. but I would <laughs> like to thank Jeff Harvey for bringing up the nine hour and asking why, and uh, hopefully we can make this happen. That'd so be awesome. I, I appreciate that, Jeff. That'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's transfer over to the bikes real quick. Yep. Uh, yeah, the last time Dusty finished a race, it had to have been on a Honda. Yeah. Well, I was he was in another race as well, and he passed me and uh, ended up blowing a rear tire. And as I was passing him back, he made sure that like he kept looking down like to make sure I knew the only reason why I was passing him was because he had a, a flat tire. Don't you hate that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm driving crazy. <laughs> so let's let's uh, switch over to bikes real quick. We're gonna talk to Ricky Russell. Ricky Russell. Had an amazing race this yeah. past weekend at Mason Dixon, um, um, and I'm excited to talk to him about it. I loved the the end of that race and seeing the emotions and seeing, like it just seemed like a big story finally coming to a happy not ending but a happy climax 
to win a race after everything that he's been through. So yeah. um, I'm really excited to talk to him and see, you know, what kind of went through his head because mm-hmm. I'm not – it didn't come out of nowhere because he, no, he almost there. won the Penton. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been solid. He's been solid all uh, for the last two years and as long as he can stay healthy. And, and he's always been a podium guy. He's always had podium speed. So um, it's not surprising that he, he actually pulled one off and, and got the win. Well – and another thing with him is he's a super awesome guy, super mm-hmm. down to earth. And we've been watching this since COVID, basically. Yeah. The ups and downs of him coming back to where he is right now. Because when he went down in 2020 at the Bulldog. Was that when, with the, uh, when he severed an artery? That was the severed artery when he was trying <sighs> to make scary. the pass for yeah. the win there. And uh, he, was try- he was passing Caleb Russell. Yeah. Right. So, so he yeah. was running unbelievable speed yeah. there. And we've been watching this journey just kind of unfold for the last two years. Mm-hmm. So I think it's super awesome to see I him think, in the center of the box. I think yeah. people better watch out because once you know as a racer, once you get that win, you get that feeling. I know. That's why, I'm, that's why my picks are locked for snowshoe. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I think Wyatt Wilkin was brought by Sun to you by Sunstar. That's right. Dang on, I should have mentioned that. Well, Doug was super excited, so. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Ricky. Hey, how's it going? Good, hey, man. Buddy. How are you? Sorry we're a little late calling you. We, uh, uh, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight, man. Oh, yeah. No worries. No worries. So, uh, we, we still hung over from the win. <laughs> a little. A little. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I don't know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you got an extra week to recover, so, you know, why not, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh, we're supposed to be racing the National Enduro this weekend, though. So oh, okay, okay, not, okay, not gotcha. Much. Yeah, kind of just right back to Man, it. Man, you but, guys are always yeah. so busy. You, you guys don't yeah. have any. Like, I think I heard you say at one point, or what's the last time you were on? I can't remember. You said that you're playing on racing pretty much every weekend from the end of the season. Is that right? It was it was like every weekend until summer break. Okay. Yeah. Okay. From when and that was like, I don't know. That was probably like two months or a month and a half yeah, ago. Something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> no, it's, it's been it's been go 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 since then. Yeah. Um, no doubt, man. But no. but finally finally healthy and finally uh, getting some results. Oh yeah. man, absolutely. Yeah. And like we were just saying before you came on that that uh this win absolutely did not come out of nowhere um i mean you killed it at the penton almost won that race as well um and then just to back it up with a win at the mason dixon man um and then you know we're gonna talk about like the emotions at the end of the race dude it just it it was just such a cool story it's been it's been i mean yeah like you said it's it wasn't like totally out of blue because it's been a slow building process and We've just slowly been getting better and slowly been getting uh, more healthy. I've just been had a lingering, lingering shoulder issue that's just been a battle. And uh, this this year, I've just slowly been getting better. And then um, two of the times I got better, I re-injured it. So then I went backwards. And like people on the outside don't really see that; they just see results. And finally, finally, it's better. And yeah, we were close at Penton. We were right there. Um, we were able to make it happen at Mason Dixon and mm-hmm. it was, it was, uh, it was very emotional cause I had a pretty tough week yeah. um, with family friends, um, passing away and, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, just kind of was able to just put that behind me and, and make it happen 
uh, for that three hours. It was a it was a long three hours, but uh, we felt good throughout the whole race. Yeah, that that track was pretty flowy, uh, especially if you were out front by yourself. Um, I, I liked. I it. thought it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. I thought like I kind of like almost was as good as it could be like the woods were really good they were a little slick in places but mm-hmm. then the fields were a little dry but the if it was any wetter it would have been muddy in the woods and if it was any drier just would have been dust bowl so right yeah i thought i mean it was a good happy medium so yeah it was sure. it, like i said like it, it had that f- good flow to it because you could get like this had the way the berms and stuff were set and and mm-hmm. uh it, it, it kind of felt like a little like um i don't want to say like motocross either this way it all like the corners just kind of flowed together for you so yeah and it no was doubt. slick it definitely had good flow it was yeah, slick it was in the a.m yeah it was slick because yeah. uh <laughs> it caught me off guard a couple of times there uh, sunday morning <laughs> yeah yeah so uh yeah. going into uh going into the finish line man love seeing the uh the emotions <laughs> and and the loop out i gotta ask was it on purpose the loop out or or yeah i mean it was it was more of a just like I didn't know, care what happened. Yeah. So I just pinned it and dropped the clutch and just, it didn't even matter. And that's what happened. So. I, I think the real I question mean, is how much did Stu pay for that fender? Yeah. He wanted it. No, he wants it. He said that. I told him the only way he gets it if you don't put me in his top. He always puts up his picks on his story. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the last couple of races, yeah, I'm not even in, in there. So. I'm just like, yeah, just keep not putting me in there, bud, and then you can have it because it's obviously working because every time you not put me in there, I have a good race. Right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, man, the, like, but that that whole thing, like, it makes it memorable, and yeah. it just really shows, like, to me, it shows the hard work. It shows the suffering. Yeah. It shows everything that you went through to get to that moment. If you crossed that finish line with a simple fist pump, like I'd have been pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who suffered yeah, more no though? Doubt. Yeah. Did Ricky suffer more, or did Barry drinking from his boot? <laughs> they put two bottles in there. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we just added it. Yeah, I think I think it was a little trickery though, because I don't think he swallowed a whole lot. Oh. I mean, he might have swallowed a little bit, but he was just—it was more for the show. He poured it so <laughs> fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, like I mean, I'm sure, like you know. When did you really start feeling the emotions of, of finally getting it done after, you know, we talk about all the injuries. We talk about the scary injury um, um, at the Bulldog uh, two years ago. And then all of yeah. that is kind of leading up to, like, did, did it all hit you at the finish line? Or was, was that last mile you were thinking about it? What was it like? Yeah, no, I mean, throughout the race, um, honestly, I thought of my, my best friend a few times. Yeah. Um, and then last lap, I was like, this is, this is, we, we got this. And actually, well, at first, I tried to throw it away last lap and had a pretty big, like my only big crash of the, of the race. And, uh, at the time, luckily Trevor had dropped back a little bit. So it was Grant and Ashburn that were next in line. And, um, it was it was like pretty dang big. I had to throw my goggles and I twisted my knee pretty bad and it was like I could feel it was really sore and then I, my vision was a little bit blurry for a little while and I was like, man, come on, we gotta get through this. And for about a mile or two, I was just kind of not hitting my marks like I should have been, almost like just screwing up. And then I got a pit board that said plus 24 seconds and I was like, okay, I got a tiny cushion. 
and then I got one saying plus 34, and I got one saying plus 40, and I was like, okay, we got two miles left, just bring her in, and that was when it was starting to set in, those last two miles when I was kind of just taking it easy and making sure I didn't really mess that thing up, and yeah, that was when the emotions were really setting in. I, I didn't even think about what to do at the finish, but when I got there, it was just a kind of a kind of a shit show but uh, <laughs> we, we made it made it memorable like you said it, it kind of looked like you meant it to to do it bef- way before you did it and then you're like oh shoot yeah, i didn't get yeah, it <laughs> well, uh, yeah i was like i'm gonna, i was just doing a wheelie and then it like it was a half-ass wheelie and then like i even closed my eyes and then i just had the bike pin and then i opened my eyes <laughs> I just freaking dropped the clutch and then it she looped out into the tent. So so did uh, <laughs> it was it was exciting, but and then it wouldn't restart because the muffler was full of dirt and then I got it to start and it blew the dirt out. There so, we go. Did uh, so yeah. did uh, anybody from GNCC come over and be like, hey, next time don't do that? I, I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised no one did say anything. Okay. But, yeah, well, especially no where it was because like usually there's a guy standing right yeah, there. there was no, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't there luckily, but. Um, yeah, usually there is someone standing right there. No, there was no one there. Um, no injuries because, because of my decisions. But yeah, um, probably won't won't uh, won't do that exact thing again. Oh man, yeah. dude! Like I said, that 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 just is, adds to the memory bank, dude. Man, I, I mean, it's so good to see. You know, you, you know, you talked about how. Um, had a rough week leading up to this um and then yeah. and then to be able to 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 still perform and and um just really i mean i'm sure that this race means a lot to you on a lot of different levels definitely definitely um it's like you said it's been a long time coming um uh five years pretty much since snowshoe five years ago so almost exactly five years and uh we were 2020 having a really good year until that injury you were talking about mm-hmm. where i it put me out for the whole year and uh come back and it was kind of mediocre coming back um i don't can't explain it i think it was just a mix of things um probably a little bit over cautious after that injury a little um out of fitness just wasn't hadn't raced for a year and kind of got back into it and then come into this year with high expectations and struggling with this little injury that's just been nagging and then finally finally pulling it off and um yeah the team the team's been great this like through all these downs and ups downs mm-hmm. and ups so i can't thank them enough especially barry hawk yeah i uh, think watching your riding in the past few races where you've been putting your results where they need to be your you know where people really expect you to be riding um you look like you've just been riding really comfortable and even at the race when trevor was leading it still looked like you had it under control like you knew where he was you weren't letting him get too far away you were keeping it where it needed to be so even if trevor would have finished the race you know you were going to be there to try to win the race regardless um so no doubt i i think it was an impressive race i think you've been looking a lot more comfortable at the speed that you're running right now and i think you're uh whatever you're doing is working so keep doing it <laughs> no i appreciate it appreciate all that yeah it was it was kind of uh it was kind of like that honestly i felt like when i was following it was easy and then when i got out front i was gonna get away a little bit and i tried for a little and then we came to a bottleneck <laughs> and i got passed back that was the third lap 
and there's one muddy spot where in the middle of the track going in the PM only section and uh, I kind of hesitated because of the bottleneck and Spencer just plowed through there and roosted me and killed my goggles so I lost my goggles all the way to the that was the lap we were feeling and so he got like a little bit of gap because of the dusty fields and then we were able to just kind of push and get right back to him again and going going coming to we were in the middle of two to go so coming to the white flag I knew it was going to be a good race to the finish and then he unfortunately I watched him clip a lapper and it was kind of a split line on the hill climb over there and there was a lapper parked over there, so I was a little bit shocked he went that way. But he went that way and clipped him, and then he was shaking his hand after. Mm-hmm. And we came down the hill after that, and he washed the front or slid out backwards. He was spun out backwards laying down. And I was like, okay, it's, that was what I needed. Because it was a hard track to pass on, mm-hmm. actually. So um, when he when he did that, I was like, one lap to go. That was just when we were coming to finish, and I just – was trying to put the hammer down i felt good i felt like i wasn't wore out i didn't feel like drained i just felt i think i think emotion and adrenaline was yeah. running so that helps too so yeah so so it go- worked out oh yeah it absolutely worked out so um <laughs> going into snowshoe you, you're coming off of a win snowshoe was where your first previous win came from I mean, you got to be feeling good. Um, um, that's obviously a, a good a good track for you. Um, I'm excited to see uh, what goes on at Snowshoe because, like, right now the class is just so it, it's it's such in a weird state. I believe with everybody, you got people coming in, sure. people going out, people racing with injuries, people coming back from injuries. I don't really know what to predict, but I do know that that you're good there. You were good at the mm-hmm. at the Penton. You obviously won Mason Dixon. I, I mean, it it looks good, man. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't jinx it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like that place. It's just it snowshoe is one of those races. It depends on how they set it up too. Sometimes we go there and it's pretty dang gnarly. And weather weather makes a difference. So sometimes we have a really gnarly track that's good old fashioned snowshoe, and then sometimes we have nothing it's kind of a faster rocky track i guess um so it depends on what we get but i typically like both so if i just that mountain something about it i usually enjoy it last year i broke my pinky i broke my pinky here at mount morris actually so that was two weeks before i got surgery it was three weeks so i got surgery at two weeks and then i still raced snowshoe and it wasn't the best. I ended up like sixth or seventh, but like I was pretty happy with a broken pinky. And yeah, uh, so could go there, do that, then hopefully be healthy in two weeks and see what we can do. I know Ashburn's good. He's the one who's trying to get caught up to Ben Kelly in the points because mm-hmm. he's the only other one who's been consistent each each race. So. Mm-hmm. He's the closest one in second. I think Bollinger was third, but there, he might have lost a little points the last two rounds. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, I know Ashburn's good at snowshoe, so he'll be he'll be hard to beat too. So right. Do you, do you do we know if you're on a first row or second row? Because where you've been out um, so much. Yeah, I don't even know what I meant. Actually, second I think row. I'm ninth. I'm ninth in points now, so second row. Okay, yeah. so that's good. Mm, that's, that's a good, good. That's a good place to be. Yeah. Good place to be. No, everybody likes bad. that. Everybody likes that second row. <laughs> yeah. No, it seems to work out. Some, um, I mean, I don't know if it's five or ten seconds. I think it's five. Uh, 
I don't, can't remember. Oh, Five or ten seconds, they start you separated, yeah. and um, it's pretty easy to make up that gap quick. Mm-hmm. And then you're with them guys anyway, so it's not way different because you still generally finish where you're gonna finish. Uh, I mean, five seconds is five seconds. So right. unless it's 10, but still 10 seconds is like at a snowshoe. That's like one little mistake. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah. after you guys have been racing for three hours, could you imagine like if you're on the front row and you're leading yeah. and the guy behind you in second was on the second row, that's gotta be such a demoralizing yeah. like thought. Like, <laughs> man, I have to get away from this guy by 10 seconds to win. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I definitely, I've never seen it actually come into like, huge play for the win but it always comes in play for like some a few positions here and there for yeah. other people yeah right. but yeah i've never actually seen it come in play for the actual win but yeah yeah that would be that would suck to uh be like to actually win it but not win it because <laughs> of five seconds or ten right. seconds just in time yeah yeah <laughs> but, yeah i i agree yeah, i don't no, think i've seen that on the dirt bike a bad side. place to be no. Yeah, right, right. ATVs have. Yeah, I've seen, it, yeah. it has happened on the ATV yeah. side. But Brian Wolf did it, it like three years in a row. Yeah, Brian, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was a very close margin too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was super close. And every year, it was when they had the big money payouts, and every year he uh, switched brands of bikes. And you would see them flying uh, yeah. into the finish line. Yeah. Because it was really? like trying to get They're there. Just in time. Yeah, yeah. Like, tr- like, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. slowing down to get through the finish line at all. <laughs> so it's not impossible. You being on row two, that could make it a little bit nicer for you to have some cushion. Yeah, a little bit of yeah. cushion. Yeah, I yeah, know, for sure. Yep. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sour about it. I'm just happy to be back in the top ten Heck from yeah. miss, missing those races and uh, having a couple races where I dropped out because I, was, I crashed out. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just happy to be back in the top ten. And uh, I know this year has been weird. There's been a lot, like you said, a lot of people in and out. Me and Strang, um, just I don't know. We're waiting on Stu and now Ben Kelly and mm-hmm. um, kind of wild to wild he, to see Ben Kelly still high chance of winning this thing. It's insane. <laughs> missing yeah. missing three rounds. So yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna I was gonna ask. Year. Do you know if if I, do you know if Ben Kelly's coming back? Like by any chance? Um, so he actually texted me today telling oh. me good job and everything and um i spoke to him a little bit he said he's healing and uh it's slow but uh he's he's feeling progress every day that's so good. that's good um i'm assuming what i hear the plan is is just after summer break so yep. he's got he's got a lot of time really because our summer break's pretty long yeah, it is. yeah. Um, way too long so yeah, <laughs> if that- yeah it's kind of dragged out but yeah <laughs> If that injury had to happen, I mean, it happened in a yeah. good spot for him. So, I mean, with that big of a points lead, I mean, he could. No one wants to get injured. He could have maybe waited one round, but yeah. <laughs> but still, but still, no. He uh, he, for I and I jokingly said, "Hey, I'm helping you stay in the points lead now." So because yeah, right. the last two rounds I was able to beat Ashburn, right. so um, that jokingly i helped him but i wasn't i wasn't playing at any no right 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 yeah but uh he said yeah i know right he said what are the odds of this i'm sitting here watching this on tv and thinking crazy i could still be in the points lead yeah absolutely um, this this long uh summer break is going to be uh uh good for a lot of you guys i mean except you you're you're like primed and ready to go i'm sure you're like man i wish we could just race right through the summer (laughs) yeah no exactly yeah i don't really even yeah, like just getting going, but uh, there's still there's still uh, 
little battle wounds that I wouldn't mind getting fully, fully healed. I guarantee so. there's nobody on that XC1 line that doesn't have yeah. some, yeah. Something, something sore, something hurting, um, something <laughs> yeah. they're trying to get through. But, but yeah, no, right now the, the mojo's going and everything's feeling good. And like, like he was saying earlier, like everything's just comfortable, comfortable mm. at that speed, comfortable with the bike, um, just been feeling, feeling it. So, and it's showing, so yep. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ricky, we're not going to take up any more of your time, man. As always, totally really appreciate you always be willing yep. to come on the show and uh, and chat, chat it up with us, man. We uh, we really appreciate your time. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate talking to you guys, and, uh, yeah, take care, and uh, yep. hopefully we'll uh, be talking after another win in a couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely, can, man. <laughs> absolutely, man. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll be looking to see you up at Snowshoe. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, All right man, man. Talk to you later. See you, buddy. Yeah, later. yeah man i know he said don't jinx it but <laughs> my picks are in for snowshoe uh, yeah. <laughs> so um man i tell you what like it's really such a cool story i mean for those of you that don't know like ricky went through a ton of injuries mm-hmm. um and then that biggest one being at the uh at the bulldog um in 2020 when when he had that 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 freak accident where uh i think the handlebar um uh his cut, cut his leg open and yep. he was bleeding really bad um but it, just a long story coming to fruition and and having a win to to kind of like not close but close that chapter and, and be like, all right, I'm back boys and let's go. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to be really watching to see how his uh, snowshoe race goes and the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely awesome. Like when, it, when I, when I saw he won, I was like, dude, that's, that's so sick. And uh, so happy for him, man, because we, we all know how it is as racers when you're down um, and it's hard to work back forward. So that's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think Ricky has overcame, more than what most racers would endure mm-hmm. i've seen careers ended over a lot less and he just keeps pushing for more yeah so clearly he's not scared of the razor's edge and he's willing to push it as far as he needs to to keep doing it so yeah we'll uh we'll see how it goes and uh what what's up brian <laughs> shout outs there oh. yeah so um let's real quick we really didn't get to talk a whole lot about the ATV mm-hmm. um, Mason Dixon race, um, man. You know what a race this has become, yeah. and I know the points are a little further stretched out than what we would like. But I tell you what, man, those guys are just absolutely killing it. And then Devin Feehan putting it on the podium. Um, I talked to him before and after the race, and uh, you know he was as confident as ever, and and he worked for that podium yeah. for sure man yeah. I, I watched him every lap coming around and coming around he was chipping away chipping away and finally got that podium position and then never let it go yeah i mean uh it's really awesome to see Devin uh do so well and and because uh, he you know the way he came out of the summer break last year we thought he was going to be up there all year this year and he's always been right there on that bubble and uh, um, it's, it's a pretty cool to see him get back up on that podium and i tell you another guy that probably should have been on that podium and i'm sure his his uh, uh he's 
probably a little upset with himself, and that's on her heart. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to be there. Yeah, I, I mean, thought he, he was, was running there. there for like he two was, laps. Yeah, man. he was running two, there. He laps. was even in the lead for a while. Yeah. Did um, you see the drone footage of him on the first couple laps with Walker? Like he was all no, over I him. I didn't watch the broadcast because of us being there. Did you watch the broadcast? A back? little bit. A little I, bit. I yeah. rewatch them after every Dude, race. Uh, the whole I'll, thing. Yeah, I'll watch yeah. the whole thing. So <laughs> I watched some of it. I watched where Walker wrecked in the pits. I do like the speed, like the a drag and click and watch gotcha well hunter hart tried to pass walker fowler in the place that bryson neal passed walker fowler okay going into the second lap so right after the finish you hit the next field section hunter tried to put a pass on there couldn't do it at that point um then later in the race bryson neal comes through the same place he was able to make it stick but uh he looked like he was getting after it in the beginning. I was like, oh, this is going to be a three-way battle for the win. That's what I called. I called that to happen, and, <laughs> yeah. and it just kind of didn't end but, up working uh, out. But. It, it's definitely awesome to see the other guys stepping up, getting on the podium. Mm -hmm. Adam was sick and still finished with a top six. So <laughs> yes, you watched like, it between the arrows. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Modium. 35 and what did he say? Like? He said, he, he, they asked him how he felt, and he said, well, I'm 35, and I have the scores. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. So – he ran good for being sick and, and getting into the race there. Feehan did awesome getting on the podium. Uh, you know, they said that this is the biggest points gap they've ever seen for a champion to try to come back from. So if Walker does come back from this, then that's super impressive. But even Walker said himself that this is Bryson's championship to lose. So, oh, yeah, it, it, it is. It is. And what, what, what I think it's going to happen, I think, I think Walker is going to ride it out. And if, if he does lose, and I think he's going to come back even – more i think we're going to see the best of walker fowler next year if we do yeah. if he doesn't get this one so while i was at work today <laughs> while i was working today i was sitting here and i was thinking about this whenever you see um whenever you see rivalries you know you see people kind of attach themselves to other people in the history books. Like, let's go over to the Supercross. You look at Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, Chad Reed. Those guys are forever attached to each other. You go over to the ATV motocross. Chad, you can't mention Chad Weenan without mentioning Joel Hetrick. Yeah. You can't mention uh, – there's a lot of racers and a lot of teams, sports, mm -hmm. for instance, that are synonymous with each other. And I – really believe that we are starting to witness not starting we are witnessing a rivalry between walker fowler and bryson neal hmm. a real rivalry before bryson did walker really have a rival yeah he had competitors he had guys like adam he had guys like chris borsch but with him and chris borsch it was kind of a changing of the guard now, with Bryson, I feel like for the past three years, we've been seeing this rivalry develop because it's always been, well, Bryson has the speed, Walker has the consistency, and we're going to, it's that clash of titans in that sense. I feel like we are witnessing the beginning, not the beginning, but we are witnessing um, a, a rivalry develop kind of like a Chad Weenan and Joel Hedrick. Yeah, which I hope it does because it makes it more interesting for everybody. I as, hope it does too. As, as fans. But, uh, uh, and, and, you know, it's funny how we're talking about this because we were just talking about the age thing. Fowler and Neil are kind of on their, I don't want to say way out, mm -hmm. but they're on their top of their, you know, top of their peak. 
You know what I mean? So, and you, and How you, long do you think Bryson's been at the top of his peak? Well, I mean, the last couple of years, Bryson's been putting in the speed. He just mm-hmm. never could, you know, have the consistency of spinning, uh, finishing races. I mean, I would say that Bryson is right now at the oh, tip yeah, of the peak. Oh, yeah, he is right in his prime. Um, do we think he actually is at the top of his game right now, though? Yeah. I oh, feel God, like man, if, if you go higher, how could you go any freaking higher? I feel like if anybody's <laughs> going to find any what, more speed. Hole shots? Yeah. yeah, if anybody's going to find any more speed on that track, though, it's got to be Bryson. Yeah. There's I mean. been multiple people on the line with him that said he has the pace that nobody wants to run. Yeah, I'm, well, the dude can come from like seventh to freaking second in one lap. It's like, how does he do it? I'm glad the w- I'm glad you worded it the way you worded it because it's absolutely true. Forever you've heard Walker will run this fast paced speed that nobody can keep up with. Nobody can run this. Nobody can. And right now is the first time I've heard you say it. I've heard several people say it. They don't like who wants to go that fast, right? It's like, like Bryson will line up and be like, All right, boys, who wants to go? Who wants to go this fast? And it's, it's, dude, the speed is just so unbelievably fast. We right. are, but with that being said, this year he's been unbelievably consistent and unbelievably smooth. And I don't worry about a breakdown, I don't worry about him cartwheeling and hitting uh, a F-150. It's, it's, I mean, it seems like the package has finally come all the way together. Mm-hmm. So I, okay, so let me rephrase when I say, do we think he's at the top of his game? I think he's at the top of his game with everything together. Mm-hmm. I think that he has more speed, but he is matured enough to know that he doesn't have to use all of right. it. Yes. Right. So yes. there's a lot of times that I see on the track where I'm like, man, I feel like he probably has more just because he looks so in control at that speed that I feel like he, he could He may be... have actually slowed down a little bit from it, last year. Yes. Yeah. I think he has slowed down a little bit to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. But And he's he, he looks physically stronger. I think when we talked to him, I forget how much weight he said that he's put on yeah, since last year. Like, dude, when the bike starts kicking out, like, you, you, a little bit more lead in your pants doesn't hurt right. keeping that bike under control. Yeah, and he just doesn't look like he's pushing. Mm-hmm. He's riding at that speed, and he just looks so in control with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where some of the time you see on Racer TV, you watch some of the guys that are running his speed, and you can tell that they're pushing a little more to run that speed mm-hmm. than what he is. Uh, there is some places, though, where obviously Walker is super fast, and he can match his speed on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But for overall, over the whole season, I think Bryson Neal has backed down his speed a little bit, brought that When more, he needs to. Yes, he knows when he, when needs, he to. needs to bring it out. Yes. Yeah. So I think he's done that, and I think it's been a maturity thing over the last couple of years of having just stupid things break. Yeah. And just bad luck and saying, okay. Has a good, yeah. has, a, has a solid team behind him. Yep. Um, now, if there is anybody that can come into a 2023 season and match it and level himself up, that's got to be Walker. Yeah. I mean, Hunter, I mean, Hunter would be the next guy. Or if Devin. He, or Devin. De- Devin's coming, but I, I think Hunter is the next guy to get that extra speed. To, to to run Neil's pace. I'm going out a little bit further than you guys. <laughs> All right. As far as ability on the bike and being able to push himself to a speed that Glata. could be Bryson. It is. <laughs> yeah. John Vlada 
He's got so much skill with being able to move the bike. If he can match Bryson Nils' speed and still have that consistency with the way that he can move a bike around, mm -hmm. then oh, yeah, I, I mean, would say that he could be right there with him. Well, that's, that's what I was trying to say earlier. We, these, um, like I said, I hate to say it, but Bryson and, and, and Fowler are on the top of their, their peak. We got Hunter, Feehan, um, John Glotta, those guys that are coming through, they're, they're still they're, they're still climbing that. They're mountain. still climbing that mm -hmm. mountain. Thinking about, I think I think Fowler's probably what thirty now this year. I think he's thirty. Is he thirty years old? No, mm. no. I, I think, I think he he's is. like is Bryce is, is twenty seven. Walker's thirty. I think. I thought Bryce was twenty six. Maybe. I think Bryce. I, I think he might have just turned twenty seven. If he's not thirty, we just offended him. Yeah, which will give him he's at least, for at least twenty nine or thirty. So he's. I was thinking twenty nine. He's at that. You know what I'm saying? He's at that peak. How many more years? He's been kind of hinting around to where he's over the peak and on the downhill end. Mm -hmm. And I'm calling so much BS on that walker. <laughs> I'm calling so much BS. Because I, I, I do feel like dude, ha, ha, dude has been a champion for so long and has been the driving factor into the reason why the class is the way it is. Mm -hmm. I think that he has more in the tank, and I don't think that he's on the down on the down on the downhill side. You could even look a couple years into the future too, and even look at the XC2 line. Like mm -hmm. Owens has been finishing in the top ten. Yeah. Wilkins finished in the top ten. Mm -hmm. Jay's been Jay's in the top coming. ten yeah. consistently. So I think even when they move up, you could see somebody within the next couple years out of those guys that once they hit that adjustment, I mean, Jay's already been on XC1. He, he pretty well knows what to expect when going there. So I right. don't mm -hmm. think it's going to change too much for him. Mm -hmm. But Brandon and Wyatt have not ran XC1. So I think you're going to see a season where they adjust a little bit. But once they figure out what that piece is, then I think you're going to see those guys coming too. And Wyatt right. is one that had the raw speed mm -hmm. and we were just on the phone with him and he was talking about how he's been focused on the consistency yeah. and things like that and what he's done this year yeah what he's yeah. done this year but why i mean he's got a lot of raw speed yeah. if he can figure out how it, to take that all the way to the two hours it just seems like right now that this class is so deep the xc1 that is that you have for those guys once they get on the front line you have like six, seven guys that you have to sick man, I'm almost the whole darn top ten. Probably the whole top ten. Yeah. That you have to work your way through to get up there. And I would say the natural progression right now, like the guys that I'm looking to see next year potentially um battling for a championship is your Hunter Hart is your John Glotta and your Devin Feehan. Like those three guys right there are are the the I'm gonna say there's three years out for that. Yeah, for they those make, guys, for, for those these guys. guys. I mean, if if Neil keeps riding the way he is, yeah. I, I I don't see him diving off. Of no, one no, no, year. no. I don't see him diving so off either. Saying. But I'm talking about other guys leveling up. I mean, look how much Devin has leveled up just from the yeah, middle I mean, of last year. They're 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 coming. I just don't know if they're that pace because. No, Right now. I agree. Right now. Right now. Yeah. I, I, you think I'm three gonna, years? I'm going to say three years. I'm going to say three years. I, I, I think it's shorter than three years. I think, think it's shorter than three years, too. I to, think to, to compete for the championship? To compete for race wins in the championship. Because? I, I'm going to say, you know, and this is like, you know, we're bench racing, of course, and this right. is wishful thinking because, like, 
you know, as guys that that uh, I'm not going to call us analysts, as guys that sit around and talk about the show in the, in the loft chart. of the garage. Come on, give me the pie chart of uh, how, how they're going <laughs> to progress here, Coop. In the, in the sense of guys that sit in the loft of a garage and talk about it. We want to see the, the more people in there, the better. Right. Well, it's going to be good, like I was saying. I just – the way Bryson's been riding I this year – I say 2024 is when you see those guys battling for a championship. It's going to be close. It's, 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 it's going to be two to three years. 2023, you start seeing race wins. You start seeing like, okay, like flashes, kind of like what you saw from Bryson. It's Consistent. just – Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you start seeing – before you see the consistency – I think you start seeing flashes. Mm -hmm. Unless you're somebody like Walker that just walks into the sport and is consistently a flash. Right. Well, that's the thing. We all know. Not always. We all know if Fowler, like I said, if Fowler doesn't get this done this year, he's going to come back and it's going to be the the Neil Fowler show again. That's why. For another year, for at least another year. Yeah. That's why I really think that. We could. We are seeing something along the lines of. A Weenan Hetrick right. rivalry. Right. With that being said, though, and this is no disrespect to the ATV motocross community, I think the current XC1 GNCC ATV racing pro line is a little deeper than the ATV motocross. I'm not, I'm not going there. You, you, you throw a your. Little, you, hey, take the hate out on him. No, come on. Come take on. Take the hate out on come him. Come on. Come on. I don't know, man. It's, Come on. it's pretty Those, deep over there. You got Wolf. You got uh, the Ford brothers. Wolf's got, not racing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he he, he raced at Hot Point. He, got, he raced. Well, no, no, he no. got second in Ironman. No, no. I know, no, no. I know. <laughs> After sunset, though, he's going back to get back surgery. Okay. Well, I mean, if he, you guys, he was racing. What? Okay. He's I not racing we, anymore. I thought we he's not racing, racing now. Right, right now. Yeah. No, he's yeah. not racing the rest of the season. Okay. No, here's what I'm saying. But but those okay. You got Janusa. You know you got. I agree. Australia. You got I, Brandon Ho. I agree. I, mean, I feel like it what could are you be doing over I here. I feel like it could be pretty equal. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he kind of threw. Uh, like I said, he said that. Guy. I just uh, said a little bit deeper. I said a little bit deeper. I mean. I, I mean. Know. I guess if you come on. I guess if you throw in some of the XC2 guys that are finishing up there, mm-hmm. that deepens the field. But. But we're talking about two different, like we're comparing okay. apples to oranges, obviously. But, well, yeah, because obviously, like, <laughs> okay, motors are okay, way different than okay, egg woods. Okay, okay. XC2 doesn't race with XC1 Okay. Moto. Okay, right. like, here's this, this question right here is going to prove my point 100%. So, in the past three years, how many people have won an ATV motocross? Have won? Yeah. Uh, a, 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 a race, that, be not a moto, a race. Let's see, Hogue did Hogue got? No. He never got an overall. Uh, a whole race, a whole race, like, like the overall, both motos, both. Well, see, no, it's, no, no, it's not, but not both motos, but the overall. Well, for, that's what I'm for, saying. Yeah, well, yeah. See, once again, it's apples to oranges because you got one two-hour race and then you got two different motos. It's not apples it, to oranges. Yes, it is it's, because it's, what's it been like? It's a like, a moto it's like golden crisp apples to green no, apples. No, a moto it's format. Like, we all know if you take a, a two-one and a Right, okay. and flip it the the guy is going to like so okay, you could like better overall. yourself overall so you you don't right. it's two different rates so are we going to okay motos then if we do motos yeah i mean you got uh bryce ford you got uh wesley wesley wolf you got uh, joe hedrick chad weenan wesley Brandon won Hope. a moto when did wesley did win, he win the it was moto? a mud it was a mud moto wasn't it did he win the moto or did he win he won an overall at daytona i think didn't he no which one was it the past okay 
The point I'm trying to make in the past three years, it, it, maybe it, longer. If, if, if that's the case, there's two guys. Look at XE2. It's been, I mean, XE, look at cross country. It's been Walker Fowler for the last seven freaking years. Okay. And then, and then. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying three years. We're not looking back at the past seven years. In the past three years, in the past three years, you have Walker, Bryson, mm-hmm. Hunter, uh-huh. Cole, Devin. Devin? No, Devin's not one. No. In the last three years? He won uh, Mason Dixon, didn't he? Third. Devin Fian? He, he's won one of them. He's not one. He's not one in know. overall. I don't know. He, no, no, no. I know what you're thinking of. He led, and he, he ended up getting on that podium at the well, Mason Dixon. Well, he got Dixon. on the podium at the yes. Mason yeah. Dixon, but I thought he did win one. Okay, you got Jared Bacor. That's number five. Mm-hmm. You got Adam McGill, six. Chris Borsch, mm-hmm. seven. So in the past three years, you've had at Chris least one. And yes. Years? Yes, he won in 2020. He won the really? general, I believe. Was it really? Gosh, if I'm right, guys, that is a good one. I don't, that is a I don't, good one. What'd you say? The general? I think so. I don't think. Walker Fowler won the general. Dang, That's what I was saying. Three years ago, he won, though. All right, let's do it this way. He won? Or did he get it on podium? No, 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 he won. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> well, Maybe four on, years. It's loading. It's loading. <laughs> He's pulling it up. Chris Borch did not win in 2020. <laughs> I think it was 2019. Okay, 2019, that was three years ago. I think ago. he won Camp Coker. Camp Coker, thank you. 2019 was three years ago. 2019, 2020, 21. We're 22. 22. Okay, we're not in the complete of it. All right, Chris Borch, 2019, he won round four at Camp Coker. And then he got a third and a okay. third and a second. With that being said, at least seven. Right? Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Compared to two, I'm telling. It's not two. It's two. It's not two. Okay, we're you not doing count motos, motos yeah, because you overalls. have to count motos. No, you can't do you overalls can't. because motos, motos are different. Because if that's the I case, go, then we have to, we have to count one. Nick DeNoble. We I, have to we have to count Nick DeNoble listen, at the Ironman this past. Exactly. If I go three I, one, that's a win. It's a win. Listen, <laughs> if I go three one and you go one three, I beat you. So no. these guys aren't going. Okay. These guys aren't racing different motos, and it's a whole point system, and and it's all crazy. You can't you can't count that. It's apples to oranges. It's not apples <laughs> to oranges. All I said was it's a little bit deeper. That's all I, I said. All right. That's all I said, and I proved my point. Things are getting deep in here. I don't know about. I don't know if it's <laughs> oh, the field, geez. but things. All are I know definitely... is I'm with I am with Brian Bender. He said that if we can get Masters off the LTR. No, wait, 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 wait. I, maybe I'm not with him. <laughs> Maybe I'm not with him. I think he should be on the stock LTR. I like seeing the LTR. I know when he. I know when he's coming. <laughs> he might be able to get up there and battle with him. I mean, I'm no, if, I'm not on the same page. I'm not on the same page with Brian because I think that that Devin should be on the LTR. I just think he should be on the stock LTR. Listen, he needs to be on Yamaha. All right. So I mean, that's all I got to say. Got to be on Yamaha. I've, Yamaha's, I've Yamaha's can get stick stuck in him too. I mean, I'm just saying. I yeah. mean, I don't really have a preference. If it's got a motor and tires, I'll, I'll ride whatever. Uh, but I think it would definitely help if I had, like, more consistency on uh, maybe a little backing for parts and things like that. So that way I could consistently finish where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because sometimes there's there's dumb stuff that happens. And it's like, well, if I had a little bit more money to put mm-hmm. this part on this week, it wouldn't have happened. Right. Or, like, one of the races, a fuel injector messed up on me. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well... If I would have had a new fuel injector instead of having to reuse old fuel injectors, then maybe this would be a little bit different. But that's still no excuse for anything. So, like, I, I'm not going to 
sit here and say that it's because of that. <laughs> maybe it wouldn't have been different. Right. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe people are onto something. Maybe I need either more fresh parts or some fresh bikes. But either way, like I said, I'm not partial to anything. I'll ride anything that's got a motor and moves in a forward direction. <laughs> <laughs> that has four wheels. It yeah. If it's got four wheels, we're I don't care. I'll race a shopping cart if you put would a you, motor on it. Would you ever Would you ever consider racing four by fours? Now that there's money right there. Oh my god. I've already thought about this, except for it's way more expensive than oh, riding a okay. bike. Okay. Okay. Time out. We talked to Cody last week. You heard that interview, right? Yep. Maybe it's way more expensive expensive up front, but maybe the upkeep is not as bad. That could be true. Because you're rebuilding motors a lot more often than he. We asked him. We asked yeah. him how often he has to rebuild a motor, and he said that's non-existent. That is true. I think uh, four by fours would be hard to switch to, right? Because like with a sport bike, if you want to try out a Yamaha or something, I'm sure somebody would loan you a Yamaha to mm -hmm. try out and be like, "Hey, do you like it?" Or if you want to try a Honda, somebody's you're going telling to loan me you a couldn't. You telling me you don't know anybody that that rides a four by four that could let you ride it. You're telling me with the luck I've had on Suzuki's that somebody's going to actually willingly hand me a 4x4. I was, was well, say, not four now. Good God. I mean, don't just <laughs> air it out say, there. <laughs> if somebody had a 4x4 and they wanted me to try it, I'd definitely try it. Yeah. I can't qualify at Mountain State, so, I mean, if I had one that I could try out there, then it's, it's short. Maybe, maybe that's it. your key to beating McGill. Get a 4x4. There you get go. out in front of him, and he can't pass you. Wait for a mud, <laughs> wait for a mud race. Line up in pro class. <laughs> wait until we get to the first turn. He sets up sideways. I just crush the crush front Crush right over. <laughs> It'll be like a monster truck. Oh, it would be. Hey, guys, I got a quick rant real quick. Okay, let's do it. It's not the rant that I told you about earlier. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, dude, can we do that one, though? No. Well, we'll see. <laughs> well, All we right. definitely need to do that one. He started that one for the show. Thing. Yeah. All I got to say is... It was... How, how, how much of an old man rant was that one? Oh. I, I was waiting on him to pull out his new bounce and his jorts. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen. All right. So, I go to sign up, right? Mm -hmm. For the stupid GNCC See, listen, race. He's going to dish the GNCC series, I and am. we're going to get in trouble. I don't care. You're going to be black. I don't care. Listen. We already are black. Remind me after we can't even get on a website half the time. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> remind me after the show to tell you what he did at the John Penton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. So I go to sign up, right? I go to sign up for my race on Sunday. So they asked me for my AMA card. Well, I had my my boy's 23, like my new one, his new one, but I must have forgot to switch mine out. So I had like a, mine was, like it was out 22, but I, I had my new one. I just, same number and everything. So she wouldn't accept it. I'm like, ma'am, it's the same number. Can you not just type it in and like, it'll tell you, I'm sure. Wait, what? They wouldn't accept it? No, they wouldn't accept it. So I then, didn't even take my card to registration. Yeah, it must be like, nice. I just write down the must same number nice. yes. and then I know when I re redid the right card. and that's what i did so i just write down the date that's what i did that's and they didn't did. take it no she's like i need to see your card i'm like and they were doing it to a bunch of people like on when i was around so then i didn't have the the new card with me so then i was like well shoot so she's like well can you pull it up on the ama so then i'm trying to get service logging in trying to find it got it <clears throat> all right went through all this trouble right they didn't even get my name right no, i'm aka brandon jenkins <laughs> shout out brandon jenkins <laughs> You did pretty decent. Freaking, like, so, because I, I come around and my wife's like, hey, your transponder's not working. I don't know. Because, like, when I pulled into my pit stop, Coop's helped getting gas and water. And she's trying to mess with my transponder because she acted like it was not working. I'm like, I don't know. 
I came off and she's like, oh, hey, you're Brandon Jenkins, by the way. I'm like, what? Yeah, we figured it out. Don't worry. So hey. all that process, I was there for like 30 minutes Can trying I? to get this auto freaking sign Side up. Side like, note. Come on. Side note. Pit crew. Yeah. A grade. Yeah. Right? I'll give it to you. I mean... I'll give it to you. I mean, I, you looked at me surprised when you at, when, when I popped up on like three or four different parts of the track. Yeah. You're just lucky that someone loaned you a pit bike. <laughs> I don't think you're technically supposed to be doing that. but No, you're fine. It was an e-bike. Yeah. Yeah, it was an e-bike. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. 125. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, after all that crap, you can't even get my name right. It was... It, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to listen, so listen, listen. You're not a usual to the series. I'm sure that it was just a misunderstanding. Yeah. You know, would yeah. fix it. And What's we that? would gladly accept to be on the no. website. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'd, we'd love to be on their website. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Do you guys got any rants. I mean, I, I can't say anything. I race most of the nationals. So like, yeah, they might have no problems it, so. in your life or anything. Like what? Like anything they ran about? Oh, like outside like, of racing? Well, I mean, gas prices right now, everything. Oh, right dear now. God. Don't get me started uh, on five, that. Four ninety nine. Makes that's Jesus. A, that's a black hole. Jesus. I'm going to uh, going to the CMA Fest this right. weekend. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. I got one. Yes. Have fun Rodney still hasn't pre-registered for Snowshoe. That's right. <clears throat> you know what we should do? We should register him and just pay for his entry fee. Yeah. And then... Mm. He, you know. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if like, you did, where would I? Where would I? What would you sign me up for? Do you want to run the morning? Or I'll the just afternoon? sign you up for freaking trail rider. I don't do care. Do you want the whole experience See, the of thing. snowshoe, or that's do you want half I've of always, the experience? That you, know, I mean, one, since you ask it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've to? always wanted the whole experience of snowshoe. I, I was gonna do it last year until my until my knee decided to wrap around Ex- backwards. Excuse he, he, he could have been riding. So why don't you last just, year? Yeah, you could rode. You big sissy. I did go to it. Yeah, see, and you walked around. So obviously you could. Ricky raced snowshoe two weeks after hand surgery. And he broke so his pinky, Ricky bro. is getting paid to do it. No, he's not. Oh my he is. Well, <laughs> what do you mean? No, he's not. <laughs> like, what's that matter? <laughs> Listen, huh? He still had to ride with the pain. Ninety-nine point nine percent of us don't get paid to race. <laughs> that race. <laughs> you got to be a special breed to be dumb enough to do this. Uh, exactly. Are mm-hmm. you saying you're not that breed? No, I am. He's lost his edge. He's lost. Yeah, his how edge. old are you? Huh? Yeah. How old are you now? I'm 33. He's he's the guy. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. He, he start this, thinking too much. He needs some yeah. test test booster or something. You need to stop thinking. <laughs> Test booster. You just start putting me on medication. And <laughs> You've hit that age, sir. All right, we'll sign you up for Vet B. Yeah. And just go out and have fun. Don't you don't See, have. That's to. the thing. He says go out and have Listen, fun. Listen, all the reason I'm telling you this is to get your ass on the line. See. All right. W- See here. Here's. <laughs> the then once you go, I know you're gonna race. So just race. So I'm just trying to get you there. See, he tells. He tells me. Oh, okay. Okay, Doug. Listen, that's not a fair point. That is fair. That's fair. That counts. Rocky Mountain money counts. Listen, I get... I don't wait. consider it getting paid when you're coming out on the negative end. So, hey, am I going to get it's screwed out of my Rocky Mountain gas car since I'm Brandon Jenkins and I'm not Brandon Whitehair? Mm, you're probably going to get screwed out of your Rocky Mountain car for dishing the Jenkins. I think the problem here... All right, I found Rodney's problem. He's looking at the negatives and not the positives. Exactly. You're getting Rocky Mountain money... So instead of saying that I'm coming out on the negative end, you got to look at the no, positive no, no. I, that's coming hey, listen, back. Listen, you get two gallons of gas. $20 <laughs> is $20. You're right, Doug. It's 10, isn't it? 
<laughs> movie reference. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. gotcha. Not a movie reference. It's like a viral but, video yeah. reference. Okay. We get it, though. Yeah. We, we get, get the point. This has been a fun show, saying, guys. I like this stuff. If you guys like this style of ranting, just like. We're going to get a bunch of booze. No. Nah. Why don't we just. You they can, can do turn like, it off. <laughs> well, you could do like a separate thing, too, for just like a, a rant type deal. Coffee with Cooper? Coffee with Cooper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Might want to hold off on that one. <laughs> I, I don't know. Just, just kind of, it kind of rings off the tongue. It does. What, what's the legalities on that? I don't know. The <laughs> thing is, is like, like, I don't know. So if I were, if I were to race snowshoe, I would want to race the PM race. I, I want, I want the works. You know what? I want. The, you I need want to race. The, I'll be there to pitch you. You're I'll be there to pit up. you. Mm-hmm. You're sign, you can sign up. I'll pit you. I'll be in there. We can throw the quad in the back of a truck, and we can just do it. You're already going. Yeah, I am going. Your bike's ready. Yeah. It has, has been ready since last year. Ah, those it's tires. Ready. It's ready. <laughs> uh, the I, tire's going to be destroyed anyway, so it doesn't a, matter. There was a blade of grass from here to his mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he... Just, just race. Wait, what? What, Doug? He's not... He's gonna not want to do all the way up the blue flag then. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good point, Doug. That's a good point. It, it's it's the it's the everything up to the race. Cause like when we were there Saturday, I was like, man, that dirt looks nice out there. This track looks nice. The last two uh, Mason Dixons that I rode was a dust fest, and then that one last year was weird, wasn't it? It, it was. got super super deep. It was. Super dusty in some spots, but there was enough moisture in other areas that there was actually mud on the track still. So. But wasn't that one like so yeah. like train tracked? Like, well, like you would hit berms and they weren't really berms because you just blow right through them. And it was, so mm. they got rough, didn't it? Real deep and rough. Real deep, yeah. rough, got train tracked, jeed out, like all yeah. the above. You and I had a, I had a, I had a blown ACL. I had ACL. a great track on Sunday. Yeah, you did. You know, we cleaned out the track for him. Yeah, so. you had a good track. We had a great try. Yeah. So, but like I said, we once we got that first lap through, we got the line in where it needed to be instead of where it was mm-hmm. previous to us racing, mm-hmm. and then it started going real smooth. You yeah. see, you see how he got us off the topic of him racing. Yeah, I know. So, you know, <laughs> looking ahead to Snowshoe, what 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 bike are we racing? Dusty said, "You and him, Vet B. Let's go. Let's that do would it. be fun. Let's that'd do be, it. That'd be fun, Dusty, because I I, I I owe you one. Yep. See, that is yeah, that's true." Yep. So And you didn't beat me by ten minutes. So how about you get the bike out, go put in I some mean, laps? Somebody's got those results somewhere. We could find out what the actual Listen. I think he beat me by like a minute. Because well, he didn't even have didn't... him pull up the results archive. Who? Mountain State. Yeah, we got Isn't that the race it was for? Yeah. All right. I'm sure he's got it somewhere. So you want Richie to you want me to get Richie to to, to go find important the... stuff. He's probably listening. The, Richie, yeah. if you're listening, look up Bruce and Mills. 2019. He was a racer. Wait, Dusty, Dusty, do you have a picture of the results? Maybe he has a picture of it. Maybe. Cooper probably does. I'm just saying, Richie was a racer. He would understand. I'm just saying, Dusty, when you show up to the race, wear some daggone gear because I don't know. I can't. I don't know. It's all right if you wear gear, but if you look like a redneck out there. I don't know that you're going to blow our doors off. That's the whole point. In jeans, boots, and a cutoff. That's the whole point. It makes it way better. I'm just saying. Yeah, at least he's comfortable. If somebody comes out. At least he's comfy. Yeah. <laughs> he was comfy. He doesn't I mean, even have to change to go to dinner after the race. <laughs> so the thing was, yeah. 
No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. That's a good track, though. That that uh, that um, Brewster Mills track is is probably my favorite track. Yeah, I almost died there once. Oh boy! My throttle got stuck wide open. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. I was actually not that far off of. Uh, See, those weird things always happen to him. What? I was like, I wasn't that far off of uh, Walker and Jay Shad either. I was like six, I think I was 16, and I think they had me by like 30 seconds maybe, and we were almost at the end of the race, came off a downhill, and it stuck wide open right into a tree. <laughs> All I remember is I was wide open, and then I woke up on the track, and I was like, man, what, where's my bike at? <laughs> so it was just a reminder. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> you were saying looking forward to Snowshoe. Looking forward to Snowshoe. Um you are, like you said before the, before the show started, you're in a position now where you're like, man, I just want to go for wins. I, you know, snowshoe. I think I think you know. I think you could do it, snowshoe. Well, all right. Not so. I don't want to sound too confident, but I feel that I have the speed to do it, uh, based off of where I've ran this year with some of these guys. I just need to be able to put it all together to yeah. be there at the finish. So right. I need to get rid of like. Who gets a stick stuck between their axle and their exhaust and airbox so bad that you had to flip your bike upside down to pull it out? Mm. Like, how does that even happen? So if I can get rid of that stupid stuff like that, I feel like I have the speed to do it. I yeah. just need to bring it all together. Um, and with that being said, there's a lot of fast guys, so it's not easy. Oh, it's a to, fast class. Yeah, like it's not easy to do it. And even like your college A guys and, and your vet A guys, like those guys are on it every week. Mm -hmm. So it's not an easy task, but I feel like it's not impossible for me to be able to do it. Do so, you know what row you'll be on? I don't. I know one year I started on row six, and that was pretty cool. I got a question. <laughs> How come they don't post like the overall outside the top 20? I would like to see that. Uh, you mainly for just, mainly for fantasy purposes. <laughs> usually like because you uh, draw stakes, so it's not based off of like what overall number you are at that point. Just the first five rows, top twenty, and then I think it's based off of class from there. Mm. Is it okay? Okay. Yeah, so like your pro am guys and your a your a guys start getting mixed together. But gotcha. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Good show, guys. Yeah. Yep. It's been good. It's been, it's been good. Fun. I like this last, you know, half an hour of ranting. Yeah. It was a good show. Man, I tell you, Wyatt Wilkin, great job, man. If you're still watching, if you're still hanging with us, man, we appreciate you coming on tonight. Yeah. It was a great time talking to you, mm -hmm. great time learning about your uh, racing history. And, yeah. uh, um, man, just keep doing what you're doing. This season is, is going really good for you and uh, yeah. excited to see um, excited to see what well, you do in the future. Well, we got like two weeks to, to snowshoe. Yeah, we got a two-week break. There's a week in between. Yeah. yeah. We're, next week we're going to be doing a kind of a – not a motocross show, but a little bit of a motocross show. It's going to be more moto than anything. Cause we, so go, so we'll, we'll go ahead and throw it yeah, out there. Yeah, go ahead and throw it out okay, there. Okay, so High Point is coming up next weekend, uh, Father's Day weekend. And um, Vincent Harrison and his mechanic, um, shoot, Taylor, Walker Taylor, right? Yeah. Walker Taylor. Sorry, but, sorry, Walker. I kind of forgot your name. Uh, Walker Taylor are going to come in uh, in studio, and we're going to talk to them, uh, talk to Vincent about his riding, and – What's looking forward to High Point and talk a little bit of GNCC as well and uh, maybe try to get Vincent out for a GNCC. Uh, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if he'll be up for it, but we'll we'll try. We'll try. So. I mean, we've seen other guys do it, so yeah. So you could, so, you could always use that to your advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, you want to get into it? Uh, we can. You everybody ready? 
Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll find I'll find a okay. song. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, if you can, please share. Um, I know it's a little late in the video. We always forget to say <laughs> share, but share, please. Uh, this is a natural, steady growth. It is. We appreciate you guys coming on the show. If this is for, if your first time watching, mm-hmm. uh, if you came because you wanted to see Wyatt Wilkin on, yeah. it's the first time you're watching the show, we appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, very. It's uh, very good. If it wasn't for you guys, uh, we also obviously wouldn't have a show. Um, if it wasn't for the sponsors, uh, we definitely would not have a show. Um, the, what we're going, on, what we're doing now, and able to do. So, if you're going to support us, support these sponsors because that's what uh, keeps us going. So, guys, gut seat covers—they're amazing. Greg over, uh, Greg over there is awesome. He does amazing things for us. Um, gives us a bunch of giveaways. The seat covers are great. All three of us run them. Um, I mean, I guess it rips the pants right off, right off of. Uh, I do. Over there. I have a pair of pants with a hole in them. Yeah, it's grippy. Listen, I, I, I was gonna say it. I bet you it helps the arm pump. My. Uh, oh yeah. Don't have to sure. hang onto the bike so yeah. much. <laughs> you just, you barely even have any pressure on the handlebars. It yeah. just holds you right there. <laughs> good advertisement. It is very good. So guys, get over there and buy you guys self a gut seat cover or play our fantasy to try to win one one time. Um, great, right over there. Customize. They do anything you want. So, still savers, guys. I run them all the time. Coop runs them on the mountain bike and the full wheeler when he ever rides it. That's very, that's very <laughs> never. So, uh, but uh, still savers, guys. They're awesome. Uh, Mason over there. They do a great job. Um, different collars, different things. Bike, ATV, UTV, um, hands, foot pegs. Um, they're coming out with something new, so stand by if you're a Sil Saver guy. Something, something new is coming on there, so uh, stand by for that. But uh, save 25% off with the capital S split line, right? 25. Capital S. That's right. And uh, <clears throat> guys, Sunstar Shannon Sprockets—they're the best. If you want reliability, that's what you need to Not run. Not only are they the best, you could not ask for a better rep. Right. Doug Kirk. The man, the man with the plan. The man with the plan. <laughs> is the guy that you need to have on your in your in your corner. That's right. Can you get him on the show like soon? Yes. I want to learn about his Vegas Dorino journey here you know, because I would like to do that sometime. We'll so, have to get him on after okay. that race. Yes, or true. Before. True, but we are also planning um what we are going to call over the summer break, we are going to do a um what do we call it? <laughs> a uh, uh, um, um, a sponsor shout okay, out yeah, show. Yeah. To where we're, so we're like going to have sponsor spotlight show where we're going to have all of our sponsors come on and talk. Um, and Doug will be one of them. Doug, I have not told you about that yet, so you're going to come <laughs> on the show soon. Be ready, Doug. Be ready. But uh, so yeah, guys. Uh, hey, what what are those sprockets made out of again? Case hardened steel. That's right. Oh, he got it. He got it. Finally. Doug, I'm pounding it into him. Pounding it. So, <laughs> and uh, guys, XC gear, if you guys want to uh, take out some arm pump, some vibration, um, amazing products over there. Mountain bike, mount, uh, ATV, <clears throat> dirt bike. Mako 360, Hammerhead 360. Yep. Let's go. Customizable. 
if you Accessible. want to win one, if you want to try to win one, mm -hmm. we will be giving a Mako 360 away to a random player of the split line off-road fantasy. For snowshoe, right? For snowshoe. Yep. Yes. You don't even have to win. Nope. You just got to play. You don't have to win, Devin. You just got to enter. Devin, you, you, can just, enter. you can just enter, hey, Devin. Maybe I have better luck with that than what my finishes are. <laughs> <laughs> what are you running right now? What? In fantasy? No, no, no. Not Oh no! Hand, on your handlebars. Um, what do you mean on my handlebars? He's running stock. He's running a stock one. Are you running? Are you no. running flex bars? Anything? No, I run Pro Taper with stock 5Z handlebar mounts. Jesus Christ! Yeah. We need. Okay. Yeah. We need. To, we need to. <laughs> I was gonna say. What do, you, what do you mean? We were talking about fantasy, and then you. No, no, no. Well, well, I'm talking about the XC okay. gear. Mako that makes 360. sense. Okay. So, okay. so you need a Mako. You need a uh, Mako 360. I mean, I've never tried one, so. Hmm. But, Let's make it happen. Let's make, make it, it happen. happen. All right. Captain. See what we could do, mate. So we can do. Uh, guys, and then once you guys are going out on your bike and you want to be a better rider, you want to go out and win your class. You want to make yourself state. a more technical, yep. consistent rider mm -hmm. that can attack any terrain that's thrown your way. Right. Mount St. Harry Scramble. Go. If you guys want a cool split line shirt, if you guys want to get it from us, if you're at a racetrack, if you're at a Mount State, this get a shirt. shirt right here, this sick shirt. It's gonna be it's gonna be in the uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble um, um, merchandise booth. Yeah. You're gonna be going home with one too, so don't yeah. let me forget that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I wore my other two already, so I didn't have one to wear tonight. That's all right. No, that's okay. It now is. you will. Now you yeah. will. You have one to wear home. This, 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 you're, I'm sure you're a certain. This, this is all I wear sweat. anymore. What? This wears split line gear. Almost all one for every day of the week now. Yeah. <laughs> we have so many different designs. I could make it all the way through snowshoe with your shirts now. Exactly. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's all I wear. At the races. If yeah. I see you outside of gear without a split line shirt on, I'm taking everyone of the way from you. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, guys, seriously, go hook these sponsors up. Go hit them up. Use the get discount codes. Save yourself some money. Support the guys that support us. Make your bike right. Really? Make, yeah. it, make it uh, reliable. Don't be like Devin. No, I'm joking, Devin. <laughs> Devin's running the stalker at Snowshoe. He'll be good. <laughs> I'm just joking. Might yeah. might want to pick him in your fantasy this week. You might. Next week. Snowshoe. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. We'll come back next week, though. All right, guys. You ready? Good show. Good show. Good Devin? show. Uh, I want to thank Wyatt Wilkin for coming on the show. Ricky Russell, thank those guys for being a part of this show, episode 79. It was a blast. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a little loose at the end. Yep. But all in all, I, I, I'm, like it's it a loose. solid show. We it's like it a loose. solid show. They do. They do because it keeps it, you know, yeah. keeps it fun. Listen, sometimes I like just keeping it loose. Just, it's, I think it's better. hanging out like it's 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 a it's a crew, man. We're just hanging out with the split line. Good thing crew. it's on a Friday night. We don't have to have some drinks and really get loose. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. For episode seventy nine, for Devin Masters, Brandon Whitehair, myself, Rodney Brandon Cooper, Jenkins. Brandon Jenkins, <laughs> split line out. Peace.